1: fantasy sports radio network game
2: time decisions all right let's roll game time decisions red heat rage radio fantasy sports radio network i'm gabriel Moranzi. We're throwing it down live on YouTube as well. We've got the stream kicking at Studio 34, Midtown Manhattan. I tell you, versus hopping today, rocking. It's actually rocking with milfs too. Drunk milfs. Yeah. So yeah, there uh, we go. Yeah, some older uh, lady. She wasn't actually too bad either, Kev. I like uh, it. Little, little tipsy in the elevator. She dropped her purse, and Uh-oh. Uh, so she drops her purse, and then she goes, "Oh." drop my purse and look my belt is falling off as she's like she's all giggly and stuff and I'm thinking man
3: oh, well wow. I, I got to do a show, show right now cuz it's I... happy
2: hour at versa <laughs> hey hey cam call me at 520 okay game yeah yeah let me let me yeah oh <laughs> well, you know I'm starting to realize that I, w- at, I my age, blame at my age yeah. I, you know I'm starting to you know I got to find the right age group from uh, from myself right and I'm I'm coming to yeah. the conclusion that this lady well, she appears like a little older. I'm probably older than she is, or like the same age or something. It's a good point, Marancy. You know, I
3: I, I learned a long time ago. I I, I go for age-appropriate women. I never go for like even even whatever. I, I never went with a younger woman. Just it's just not my thing. Older women kind of get me a little bit more too. They'll they'll deal they'll deal with my uh, stuff. Young women a uh, little more fickle. They don't they they, they get angrier quicker. <laughs> when you disappoint them it's just uh, and and they they know there's a lot of young guys out there too yeah age appropriate that's that's the thing man buddy yeah, i'm not saying date date grandma but you know what i mean you see a, a, a sexy beauty in her 40s Gabe, and she's giving you a, a, a look in the elevator maybe, maybe if, uh,
2: you want to bark up that tree yeah yeah we've got uh, we've got no problem with that <laughs> For uh, forties, uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, forties.
3: Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, no, I've always said, like, even a thing like some of the old, like the NFL sideline ladies. Like, and we talked about it before. Who are we talking about? That was uh, a little bit older, and we were saying uh, that uh, the fantasy exec was dissing, and we're like, "What are you talking about?" Who I forget who it was. It was somebody. It was. An older uh, one. It was Ma- say, Mary Hart. Yeah, Mary Hart. Like, yeah, like you can't tell me, like, if I met Mary Hart in a bar and I was single and she wanted to party, the answer is yes. I don't even think it's debatable. I don't understand why these guys. Why you got some guys at the fantasy uh, network that are pretty picky when it comes to women? It's like, hey, <laughs> these guys think they're Tom Cruise or something. Hey, you pick up anything with a, like a okay. Good luck.
2: That's a good. That's a good point. So, um, I apologize right now at the top. I'm a little bit distracted. I got a problem, man. My contest picks for the Golden Nugget were supposed to be in at three o'clock, and I'm just sending oh. an now. It's for... Oh, okay. It was one of those deals, dude, where, like, I did the ESPN Radio Head and doing the FanDuel videos, and...
3: Yeah, you you forget stuff. <laughs> and I'm
2: sitting here, and I'm actually less tired than I normally am at this point in time. Like, normally by Friday at this time when I do the show in the studio, and, like, the lights blind me, and I'm like, oh, God, like, yeah, it's like, oh, my God, I've been here since 8 in the morning, et cetera, and it catches up. I actually feel pretty good, to be honest with you. So I'm feeling good, but, you know... So I, I was like, wow, pretty impressive. I did, the, I did the morning show, quality morning show. Did the ESPN radio hit. Just did a FanDuel video for every game. And I was like, wow, I'm knocking things down today, like bowling pins. I was like, S- something's off. And then I'm like, holy shit, the contest. And then, of course, my computer's dead. And, uh, man, whatever, though. You know, basically, I'm going to have to pay a late fee. They charge you 20 bucks yeah, if yeah, you're yeah, late. Yeah. <laughs> I got to be honest with you, too. You're a little sick of it, that. too, to be honest. Like you, yeah, yeah. I,
3: I I, am, too. I, I am, too. Our, our proxy's been really good. I met like, that, bro, this the, new guy. The
2: that, picks. Uh, my picks don't have, have to be until Sunday. It. Like, yeah. why, why, What do I got to pay? Exactly. Like, you know.
3: Yeah. Now, what, do you do, what, what are you doing? You going for brunch? That's the thing. Our picks must be in at this time. And here's another thing about this super contest crap. Here's the deal. If you've been with somebody and you have for multiple years, there's got to be a leeway. It's not like you're a new participant or anything, too. You've been giving this guy money, the proxy money, year after year after year. You know what I mean? It should almost be like baseball. Once in a while, you get a strike. You know what I mean? And th- and then the late fee should come a little bit later because these games—it's not like you're playing the Thursday game. If it's for the Sunday games, they got a lot of time to put this stuff in. What are they doing? But the thing is, you—as you mentioned before when we were talking about this—they want more money, more clients. So hey, that's their problem. If you want to make more money and hustle people and get more, well, that's your—you—you got to put them in earlier yourself then. Like you know what I mean, Gabe? These guys got a million, a million clients now. Well, maybe you shouldn't take so many clients if you can't get get the job done. But it's always the player's fault, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, yeah.
3: Actually, I like it. I like Andy, our proxy. Like I, I don't yeah, really feel yeah. much. This guy's uh, a good guy. The thing I like about Isco is he kind of had jokes around and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's like I've dealt with the other guys. They're all they're all pretty nice people, but you know, like he. At first time I met him, he was like cracking jokes, and he's just kind of a different cat, like an old school sports fan type of guy. I like him. You know, he's nice. we were playing some ponies together when I met him at the Westgate. He just seems like a really cool dude, but uh, he's very thorough with his emails too. Like he'll send like six out reminder, 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 reminder.
2: So biggest Matty's on good. top of it. Yeah, you know, he gives He's me right. more leeway than he would give most people, but they have a new system. Yeah. So for the gold for the uh the, the Westgate contest, it locks you out, Cam. So like they used to just send him an email. Right? But now like you have to log in to this sort of contest page he created and there's like a timer on it. <laughs> so like so it's happened to me where it's like picks need to be in by ten AM and they give you, like, a five-minute leeway to 10.05. So I'm there, and it's like 10.01, but I was having a hard time with the Wi-Fi here. And then this stupid timer starts. Five. Five minutes. Tick, tick, tick. I felt oh like God. I was Jack Bauer in 24. four. Am <laughs> like trying to get the picks in before this thing? I didn't get them in before. Kaboom. So then after, I clicked send, and it pops up. It takes me to PayPal. <laughs> it says, since says, uh, you're late with your picks, you must pay $25 to continue. Uh, And I'm all like, oh, God, you're a piece of work, Maddie." I'm like, this is unbelievable. What a a (laughs) cash grab these contests are. These
3: guys are running a real racket there. We're in the wrong business, buddy. We should have been. This proxy
2: business, you can make a lot of bread. I'm a little concerned, though, right now. Normally, they get back to me right away. They're very, very quick. And I told them like 20 minutes ago. I said, listen, I was in a studio. There was nothing I could do. I'm sending the pics right now. I sent them. No response yet, but it'll be all right. Uh, Hope so. Yeah, I don't
3: like that no response either. Well, I know it's, it's only been lingering. a few minutes, but uh, <laughs> I'll be
2: more comfortable with a response soon.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess yes. You yeah, know, especially him,
2: since I'm doing well in this stupid contest.
3: Yeah. It's, uh, if you big, don't the get the picks in, one.
2: it's not like he doesn't put any picks in. He does put picks in.
3: You just not, he, what does he do with five favorites? Yeah, five he dogs, goes with whatever, like the, whatever, the, the whatever you specify at the start. Yes, or the consensus f- seven. Yeah, whatever,
2: he just puts yeah. the okay. consensus picks in, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's,
3: yeah, I know you can do it at the start. He goes, if you miss the email, we could do it this way. You want five favorites, five dogs, consensus type of thing. So, yeah, you can go either, either way. But oh, boy. You don't want the, you don't want the consensus picks. That's all I need is the stress picks. right I now. Can tell just, you that. Yeah.
2: I know. I whatever. Know. Like I said, I'm not yeah. taking any games tonight. You know what I mean? And there, I know there's a little bit of leeway. I need somebody to let me know. When's the Golden Nugget cutoff, actually, to get the picks in?
3: You'll Who's in it. that contest that we know? Uh, no, there I know people in the Super Contest that listen to the pro. I don't know who else is in the Golden Nugget contest but you that we know. Uh, like, Sonny didn't go. Sonny's not in the Golden Nugget contest. Taylor's not in the Golden Nugget contest. T bone, I don't think is, right? Are you the only guy in it? So I I, I I'm gonna have to look up I'm the just, rules uh, here just talk, soon. Talk, talk, talk to the listenership. See see what's see what's going on.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to look up the rules here. Um
3: so how it is what it today? is. I'll I'll feel better yeah, once we he's...
2: move forward after this. I'll tell you that much.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, great craziness, craziness all over the board. We got a couple, co- hey, we got a couple college games tonight, which is nice though. It's uh, nice for a Friday night. You already got those bets, in you told me yesterday though. Yeah, with Buffalo and North good,
2: good uh, last night, Washington,
3: but Utah. What we yeah, getting into I'm all this?
2: What we get into like all this? Speak. The big, the big breaking news is Kareem Hunt. Yeah. So Unbelievable. there's a there's a video of Kareem Hunt. Uh, TMZ obtained a video of Kareem Hunt, um, sh- punching a chick. And then pushing a dude into the chick. So, like, you know, there was a dude sort of, a hey, chill out type thing. But he deliberately, like, threw the dude into the girl. And then as the girl, after she, like, fell into the wall, uh, Kareem Hunt kicked her while she was down. And the last kick is, like, the icebreaker. Because even everything up to that, it wasn't good. But it just sort of looked like a, you know, little drunken scuffle type thing. Like... There's yep. sort of a bunch of people, like Kareem Hunt, a chick. So Kareem Hunt and a chick are going back and forth. It's in, like, a hallway of a hotel. And the girl is, like, you know, she's yelling at Kareem Hunt. He's telling her, like, basically he's threatening her, it looks like. He's pointing at her and stuff. And then he hits her. So then he just yep. hits her. He doesn't, like, drop her. and right? like, He doesn't nail her, but he did hit her in the face. So then she comes back all pissed off even more. Looks like one of Kareem Hunt's friends sort of pulls Kareem Hunt away, like, let's go, let's go. Kareem Hunt then decides to sort of, like, you know, like in wrestling when, you know, somebody power bombs off the ropes onto everybody (laughs) and everyone tumbles. Like, Kareem Hunt sort of, like, pushes every, you know, pushes somebody into everybody, like, for a domino effect, to get to the girl. So, like, he pushes everybody. The girl, like, it worked. The girl, like, and she ain't faking it either. She goes, like, flying into the wall, (laughs) She's lying on the ground, and then after that, even then, if I'm a lawyer, I'm like, no, nah, he yeah. was pushing his buddy. He didn't know she was behind. He didn't know she was behind him. And no, no. But then after, there's a woman trying to get up off the carpet, and Kareem yeah. Hunt is on video kicking her it's, back down to the ground.
3: It's disgusting, Mrenzi. And uh, in regular in regular life, if you're not a football player, you're doing hard jail time for something like that. It's, it's very simple. It's disgusting. These guys. I don't know who the hell they
2: think they are. Think You're about right, it, Cam. The it's the same team so as Tyreek Hill, who tried to strangle oh, a woman to death. Oh, before. I know,
3: I know, I know. I, and uh, and hey, we, We're Ray to Rice isn't like the in Chiefs. the league anymore. No, you know, it, it is. is cause part- they,
2: they're, they're, they seemingly are a likable team. Andy Reid and Mahomes and yeah, but there there yeah. there's some bad dudes on that team, man. The, you you said it. There are bad dudes on that team.
3: Uh, I, first of all, hitting a woman at any time is, is absolutely brutal and wrong. I think it's disgusting. The fact that he kicked her on the floor is even more disgusting. And I'll tell you one other thing. that I, I just find it. The only ironic thing is I find it hard when the incident happened in February that we're talking about it right before the end of the regular season. Like, as usual, like, when did these videos come out? When, like... Game. It happened in February. Obviously, Somebody was I, sitting what he did this. is disgusting. Yeah, oh, yeah, you think? Oh, yeah, they were sitting. On, I'm surprised. I'm surprised actually they didn't wait for the a Chiefs playoff game if he really wanted to be cruel. Well, our but, boy uh, Jordan Kovacs
2: it. tuning in right now. There's a Chiefs front office trying to figure out who gave TMC the oh, yeah, yeah. video, Cream Hunt. Yeah, meanwhile, meanwhile, in New England, there's New a picture England. of Bill Belichick <laughs> drinking some orange juice. <laughs> I know, it's amazing. Bill Belichick
3: just having some OJ. Hey, thanks, thanks, Kansas City. What a joke. No, but honestly, like, no, this is not a laughing matter. You said it. There's bad dudes on this team. We knew Tyreek Hill was a, a, a troubled guy before Marenzi. Now Kareem Hunt, Like, it's, this is disgusting. You can't hit women. You can't kick women, and uh, something has to be done about this. The NFL, I don't care if you're star players. It's not to be tolerated. All right. Where's well, right th- right
2: now as we speak, I'm logging into uh, my 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 league here, my team. It's Spencer Ware time, Cam. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, no, I'm <laughs> serious. So Actually, ba- I have Spencer Ware. So basically, bench, but it's good. You grab Spencer Ware, even if you yeah. don't want to play him, you keep him from yeah. other people. That's exactly a handcuff. Yeah,
3: it's. Ironic. I was too busy We're doing a video. About... Now
2: I got to look. I'm like yeah. free agents. Running yeah, back. I got
3: Spencer. I got Spencer Ware. In one of my, uh, one of my, in my, in my big, big, he- heavy cash league that I'm. Actually, oh, he's uh, owned
2: by somebody that's going into the playoffs. Son of a bitch. Uh,
3: yeah. That would have been a nice hand. I job. think
2: our boy Brooks. This guy's on top, of it. he probably did this like an hour ago. Uh. Now, let me check my <laughs> ESPN league here. <laughs>
3: I'm starting to actually what another thing about these leagues is I'm starting to realize, too. I got Chiefs and Rams on my team. These are guys you don't want heading into the fantasy playoffs. Some of these guys are going to be rested. It's really backfired in people in leagues before. And I know all you guys out there are playing fantasy. You look at your team with Mahomes and Goff and all these stars right now. I'll tell you, with, with the fantasy playoffs coming, you want guys like Saquon Barkley, guys like on the Giants who are just going to play. Don't have to worry about limited touches. No, you're all right. that stuff. I'm telling you, it's absolutely huge. My buddy, it happens to him every year. Me and him are always battling. He always has guys on the best teams. They sit him, and then he gets smoked in the playoffs by the wildcard guy every single year. So, got to be careful with that stuff. Yeah, you're right, Morenci. Go to the waiver wire and try to, you know, if you can, if you've got a couple guys you can get rid of and try to get some teams that aren't uh, the Rams, Chiefs, those types of guys, because they'll burn you in the playoffs.
2: Man. People are quick. I'm looking at all my leagues. Spencer yeah, Ware, he's gone. Yeah. Everyone, everyone grabbed yeah. him.
3: Waiver, waiver, wire vultures, we call them. Yeah, no, in our league, that's what guys do too. I don't know. A lot Fantasy guys, football know players them. are
2: parasites. They don't care about they, anything. Like no, they, you know, no, they, they there's don't. no moral or ethical issue. Yeah, no, okay, no, first fun. thing, I like. I I, I saw this. When we were in the pit and I saw it first. I was like, oh my god! And I, I was 12 minutes off. You know, TMZ posted it, so I saw it 12 minutes later. I said, yeah. oh my god. And the first thing everybody did, Spencer Ware, Spencer Ware. For and, sure. Yeah, and uh, I missed out. I missed out. Yeah. Spencer Ware's been taken everywhere already. You said it. guys. This guy better get too? my damn super contest picks in, too. I'm going to yeah. snap, man. <laughs> it's not going to be a good Friday. No, nah, man. Daddy. Like, uh, where's, where's the, uh, come on, man. Where's the reply?
3: Oh man, <laughs> Vegas, Maddie. Time for a chat. You come over to come, come uh, get a new proxy with me. We'll we'll rock Andy, and a- Andy's our boy. Yeah. the Problem with my league too is guys who have government jobs. They're all over the waiver wire all day. Like that's what they do. They don't do anything. They just oh okay, yep, yeah. They're you know what, Marenzi,
2: fantasy guys, biggest. I'm well, in fantasy sports network studios, but I can't be on my computer 24 hours a day. I'm hosting shows, <laughs> doing videos here. The stupid charger. Man, I'm so sick of this stupid computer. Like, uh, the battery, it they, they, they died. I'm doing videos of Maria. I had to wing it. I had no computer, like nine NFL games. I, whatever. It's the same crap to me, but... Ugh. All right. Where are you, Vegas Maddie? I'm going to call be, this uh... guy soon should i call got, him on oh here yeah, that's right you, oh yeah you, yeah you got his number yeah
3: to give yang his number and say hey uh, you know and just uh, pretend like it's not even a show that's, you know that's what a, too a, like i'll put him into a, a corner
2: gag. like live on the radio yeah hey, managing yeah, to yeah, yeah, get yeah. my picks in yeah yeah and if he <laughs>
3: says i can't put them in or whatever then the listeners can turn on them and stuff like yeah it could be a good bit i i suggest it for sure
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh man <laughs> what a friday
2: well the Kansas City Chiefs' postseason chances might have just taken uh, might have taken a a kick, yep, a kick to the chin in the same way uh, to the Kareem Hunt. Not a good look, Kareem. Not good not a all. good look. All right, we're gonna get to the phone lines after 843 FNTSY. Put it past the New England Patriots being the ones to uh, to get <laughs> this video out there. Be very interesting, yeah. It's, but there's uh, in you, today's
3: society, Marenzi, You know, there's very little hardcore journalism anymore. But in the old days, I agree with you. You'd probably get like an investigation team out there, say maybe New England had something to do with it. Could Who have been knows? the
2: chick, though, too, that was waiting for a good time to, oh, to, yeah. to drop it.
3: Well, a good time would have been the playoffs. This is this is a very like it's. it's very very bad right now no now Imagine it's pretty that. good
2: timing because it'll take the nfl like a yeah, week or two to figure yeah, it out good and point. then drop good the bomb point. like mid-december good
3: good point you're right holiday season hey kareem uh,
2: this is the uh, last thing roger goodell wants to deal with he's had a pretty incident free year this year
3: yeah it's true no more ray rice stuff like yeah there hasn't
2: been. really been you know this protest clean, stuff clean, hasn't really right. been in the forefront like you know what it's been a good you're year right. of football there's a lot of good teams there's a lot of points like He's actually been like a referee that's not, you know what I mean? He's been out of the way, Goodell. Like, that's a good thing. You know, when you, when you hear Roger Goodell's name all the time, that's not good for the game. Like, the less you hear his name, the better. And honestly, he hasn't been around. He hasn't had a reason to be around. And he probably likes it this way. I'm sure he's not happy and it's like, oh, God. Because now he can't win. You know what I mean? I mean, to me, Cam, I don't see how he has a choice but to suspend him. I mean Ray Rice oh, is have, Ray Rice they, they is sitting to. on a couch right now. Exactly. They have to suspend him. Like there's no if ands or buts about it. To uh, me and, the, and, the last kick was like the, that was the that's the suspension. Right up to that I would have been like yeah it's kind of bad on tape but there's a lot of pushing and shoving going on. Uh, it was still bad before, It was bad but, but the there, last the, kick the, when she's yeah, down they, and out yeah. and he kicks her to keep her down yeah, that's that's disgusting. You got to suspend yeah. him. You know, suspend him yeah. Find him, suspend him. He
3: can't play football anymore. He should be doing time. Imagine you did that. Imagine you imagine you went to Vegas, okay? Some chip, chick slipping off at you or whatever. You go there, you know, you're playing. And you do that, and you kick a chick, Gabe. What, what do you think going to happen to you? I can tell you one thing. I would, I would if get arrested. in the NFL. You'd get arrested. Exactly. You'd go to jail. You'd be at a lawyer. You'd go to jail. This stuff, in, that's the thing about these athletes. I don't know what the hell... what what kind of people they are, what they got away with before, what they think they can do. So, listen, this happened last February. Yes.
2: um, But we should note um, the Kansas City Chiefs knew about it. And uh, this is what the Kansas City Chiefs CEO uh, said in August when asked about this. Uh, The team is made up of a bunch of young men. They're not always going to make the best decisions, but we have a strong support system with the coaching staff and how our player development department works. So, you notice how <laughs> though we have a strong... That's support. their response? You know, it makes response? it seem like he's the victim. We have a strong support system to take care of him. Well, obviously, you don't have a strong support system because your players do these things. And secondly, you guys knew about this. You covered it up. And it's just, it's... it's Think about like, dude, if you're like a guy and you, you know, your daughter loves Kareem Hunt. You're in Kansas City and your 10-year-old girl loves Kareem, And you bought her a Kareem Hunt jersey. You wouldn't have bought this jersey if you knew the Kareem Hunt is punching chicks and uh, throwing them in the walls and kicking Excellent them in the point. face when they're Excellent down. Excellent right? point.
3: You'd be using it as like the now. Chiefs are yeah.
2: like they're 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 complicit in this, and I guarantee you, the first thing I thought of when I saw this was like the Chiefs knew about this, and then subsequently find out oh yeah the Chiefs didn't know about this. Yep. Chiefs knew about this, and then I guarantee you if the Chiefs knew about this, the NFL knew about this, and the NFL basically figured well, there's no whatever no one really knows about this so it's okay i you know and look at this week dude they signed Reuben Foster if somebody right, no, when there's yeah, a right. cam, when somebody yeah. shows you who they are believe them it's not a, it's not like it's just a one off the nfl with the exception of ray rice they don't care like you can beat the crap out of women it doesn't matter you'll get multiple chances if you take a knee you smoke weed, then you know, or you're, you're too religious. You're gone. It's a twisted world, this league. Like me personally, if I had a daughter, I wouldn't let her watch the NFL. Like I, if you know, if I was a woman, I wouldn't support the NFL. Like I'm just saying, if I was, if I was, I'm amazed. Like women don't boycott the NFL and start like a protest. But whatever, they don't, and the NFL gets away with this crap. The NFL like makes money off of the breast cancer scam stuff. In it's, it's evil operation, bro. I'm telling you, no other business would operate like that. Like you said, if the kid who works at 7-Eleven uh, down the street from me is kicking chicks in the face and putting guns in people's faces, he's not getting suspended for two weeks by 7-Eleven. He's getting fired. Right? Like, it's, it's a twisted world in the NFL. If you can tackle somebody, they don't care. If, you know, But the thing is, I'm, I'm sure the coaches wouldn't be happy if it was their daughter that got kicked in the face, right? That's
3: the thing. That's the thing about it. It's it's like, that's and that's the real sick thing. By the way, man, you've said a lot of smart things. They're bad since people, since I've done, coaches. Done, done radio with you in 20 years. That was brilliant, Marantz. I couldn't have put it any better. That was well said in every single department. I agree with you. Great point about the protesting if you're a woman. And you're right. These guys are complicit. So Andy Reid and all the good guy networks, if you know this, you're a bad person. You knew that one of your players kicked a woman, and you, you and you, and you didn't do anything about it. This is a big, big, big problem. You talk about it, Doug Williams. Now, oh yeah, Reuben Foster. Yeah, okay, well, and yeah, Doug yeah, Williams well, says
2: there's worse things that have happened yeah, oh, in the world. Like what? Yeah, what is actually? That mean? Yeah. What, what's worse? What's, I don't. So what are you going to say? because Kim Jong Un tortures people, it's all right. They yeah. sign Reuben Foster. Like no, no yeah, exactly. And even like, dropped. There's people in high places in our country insinuating that Trump. Hey, Trump just bangs chicks. He ain't punching them. Exactly. He, I never heard one chick say Trump ever, like, assaulted them. Trump might grab them. Trump might have cheated on them. You know what I mean? But I, I never heard of Trump slapping chicks around. Nope. You know, like, Doug Williams is insane. Like, I don't know what the hell's wrong with these people in the NFL. They're nut jobs.
3: They are. They're, they They. don't, uh, I don't know what their moral code is. I, they don't I, have a moral code. But like yeah, I said, again,
2: what, if it was their kids, though, they do. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. You know, like, Urban Meyer's daughter is always on Twitter all the time. Ah, stop saying this about my father. Screw you or whatever. Dude, like, Urban Meyer wouldn't trust his players around his daughter. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, yeah, my, all right, if the daughter said, yeah, I'm going to go live with the linebackers for a week. How, how do you think yeah, Urban yeah. would feel about that? Uh, I... Art Bryles <laughs> covered up 52 rapes at Baylor. Yeah. He's got a daughter. Like, they're disgusting people. You know, and it's all to win a football game. Ruben Foster's not even that good. He doesn't play, bro. Like, why, what's the point of doing it? You're telling me that there's not a linebacker out there that doesn't beat up chicks that you couldn't assign? Come on, man, they're bad people.
3: They are. Yeah, and the, the coaches, yeah no, you're, you're, you're on fire, dude, and you said it though. these coaches oh yeah, you know what were, we're trying to help these guys. They're just as guilty, man. If me or you were on a coaching staff and we let a player play after uh, kicking a woman,
2: we're, we're just as bad as the guy who did it.
3: It's time for these guys to man up.
2: And the NFL is going to look like real, real wusses, and like you know. But they're going to come down on.
3: Know what they're going to? No, they're going to come down on. They're going to have to. It's it's a different world now, Morancy. These guys. It's a pretty egregious video. dude. It it is. The punch to the the face,
2: the push to the wall, and the kick. It's like you're three for three, Kareem. Here, like you, you know, to me, you're getting suspended, bro. Like if I was the commissioner, I would suspend him. And to me, the Kansas City Chiefs should have suspended him on their own. You know what I mean? Like, the Chiefs should have just said, all right, listen, the league might not know about this, and whatever, man. You know, you didn't get arrested for this, but this is unacceptable. To send you a message, no. we're suspending you. Instead, not- oh, yeah, he has a support system. Poor Kareem. Yeah, I guess the same support system that they use, uh, like, for Tyreek Hill. Remember, someone threw a beer on Tyreek Hill this year yeah, in New England. Yeah. He cried about it after. It's unacceptable. This shouldn't happen. Drew Rosenhaus' agent wanted the fan arrested. It's like, dude, you choked a woman nearly to death, okay? You're in the NFL, bro. If I was you, I'd keep my mouth shut because some fan in New England threw a beer. Secondly, what are you doing going and mouthing off to the fan right in the stands for? It's Boston. Stay the hell away from them. Another thing is suspension's not enough. That's what the point that I'm
3: trying to make is me, you regular citizens... Uh, Gabe, that's a felony.
2: You can't, kick, you can't kick a woman. You he know, I always, he, he, he you know yeah. I always make fun of Zeke Elliott. You yep. should do time. You know I always make fun of Zeke Elliott. Remember I defended Zeke Elliott when he got suspended. Yep. Elliott didn't do this. Elliott never kicked no. a chick in the face. He got, no, he got wasted. Dude, Elliott got, well, Elliot got suspended because his buddy knocked someone out in the bar. That wasn't him. Secondly, uh, there was the time that he, uh, he took the chick's shirt up. He lifted the girl's shirt up. Yep. He was on a float with a girl at Mardi Gras. Who was lifting up her top like every second? Yeah. She put it down, and he's with her, like partying with her, and he sort of, hey, put it back up. You know what I mean? Like he didn't like. And Elliot got suspended. Like you know, if you're going to suspend Elliot, you have to suspend Kareem Hunt. You have to. They're just they're they're
3: just figuring out how long the suspension's going to be. That's that's what it's coming down. He's getting suspended. The question is for how long. It might be a very long time, like yeah. very long. break. the the NFL be the NFL has a problem on
2: their hands now because they're going to have to deal. Yeah, with they do. It. They
3: got to deal with a lot of these guys in the league, man. And we knew, like me and you, were college football fans. We know a lot of these guys before they get there, and there's a lot of bad dudes. You said it. There are some bad, bad human beings in this league. It's a violent game. We all love it, but what? You're right. You're right. They're some of the worst people ever. Affiliated it's football. With this it's crap.
2: a football it's thing. It, 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 you know, it just is. Like you don't. You know, like, what's the basketball story of the week? Dwight Howard. Transgender Yeah, I mean, Dwight. <laughs> yeah, you
3: know, like, hey,
2: NBA players, you don't really hear, like, oh, yeah, NBA player beat the crap out of someone last night. No. NBA, yeah, it's like, dress. oh, no, NBA he player had an dre- embarrassing moment with a yeah. hooker who thought he was a yeah. chick, but he, it wasn't. He, like, might dre- yeah. he might dress up as a chick in high heels,
3: but yeah, that's a <laughs> exactly man. It's, uh, all, right. it's always football, always football.
2: All right. Um... All right. I was here. Hey, welcome team. everyone in the chat. We got people stepping up in the chat here, and um, and uh, yeah, these guys are all just watching the video right now going, holy crap, yeah. It's not like, listen, TMZ has the video, and it says, Kareem Hunt brutalizes woman. Yeah, Brutalize is a strong word, but you watch the video, and it is cringeworthy. It is one of those, like, you're like, oh, 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 God. Like, yeah. like you're watching, it's like, well, nothing, nothing. The punch to the face is Stop like, that. oh, man. And then... When he pushes everyone, you see the chick hit the wall. You're like, "Holy shit!" And then when he kicks her in the face, that's when you start to really hate him. <laughs> like,
4: yep. I hated
2: him by the time, and he just looked uh, like a dick coming back and talking smack. You see I him hated in her face. face. Before.
3: I, I hated him before the kick, but the kick is the icing on the cake for disgusting, sickness, everything else. It's 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 vile. It's vile. And we got to do something about this shit. You you talked about it like enough is enough because you guys play football. You you think you can do this to people? You think you can beat up regular citizens, hit women? Like, it's nuts. Like, a, a line has to be drawn now. I don't give a shit who these guys are. These guys, you know what I mean? And little kids are watching this stuff, too. This is, this is, this is going to be cool? It's brutal, man. They got to they make a big statement. This guy's got to go.
2: All right, we have breaking news. The Kansas City Chiefs have sent Kareem Hunt home from the facility. Yeah, I like this, though. How about this? Yeah. They're, they're cowards. Listen to this, though. This is how the media, like, oh, the Chiefs are good people. This is uh, Dan Graziano, ESPN. I am told the Chiefs have sent Kareem Hunt home from the facility upon learning of the release of the video. You guys knew about the video. (laughs) Video. So basically now you're punishing him because the video's been released.
4: You knew about the content of the video. It's amazing. I guarantee you,
2: everyone's going to pick on Kareem Hunt this week. And I mean, justifiably, but I mean you know like the boomer Esiason's and you know on ESPN and like you know Bradshaw and law all the you know the the, the morning nope. shows the sunday shows it's going to come up and they're yes, all going to say works. Kareem Hunt no oh, it's disappointing nope. and you know Kareem Hunt all oh, you know he can't do that and nope the and, Kansas City they're all going to say they're all going to say no and, oh, Andy Reid's a great guy it's too bad cuz the chiefs and none of them are going to say well you know what the chiefs actually knew about this and they only suspended him now because people found out about it all, the Chiefs, oh, the Chiefs were appalled. How are you appalled when there's a bloody statement that you released in August about the about the incident? You're so full Three of point. it. And you released in August. I guarantee you, you knew about it in February. The NFL, they hired FBI guys. They know everything about everybody. Yep. They spy on everybody. They know everything. They're full of shit. They didn't know. And now, now here they are. Oh, we're high and mighty. We sent them home upon learning of this. You knew about it. There's a damn release. You knew about it already. I I I can't send him home. There should be a cop at the door taking
3: him into prison in, in into the police station. You're telling me a guy a guy a guy has time for having a couple drinks and this guy's beat this guy's beating up women. It's just one of these it's one of these things, Morenzi. I don't understand it. And, and because he plays in the NFL, it's a di- everybody, it's a different strokes for different folks situation. I see a lot and of people. a regular the, member of society would be screwed.
2: I see people in the media and you know, people are disgusted on Twitter. You know what I don't see saying anything? Any NFL players. I
3: know. Exactly. <laughs> like,
2: why wouldn't like any NFL point. player man up yeah. and say, you know what, say, this, you know, say I'm an NFL player and I'm sick and tired of this crap and I'm a good guy and it's embarrassing for me. That, you know, that I got to be asked about this. And man up. You know, like, there's, there was one dude I want to say earlier in the year that did. You know, I think it was a guy in the Houston Texans. He basically wrote an op-ed. He basically said, you know, that, you know, people, not everyone in the NFL is a bad guy. And, you know, he's tired of a lot of stuff. But he's the victim. He said, like, Tyreek Hill got a beer thrown in his face. He was the victim there, too. He's a victim. <laughs> All right, listen, we're going to go to the phone lines. We'll do it on the other side, yeah. guys. Hang in there. We apologize, but uh, this is breaking news here. So from a fantasy perspective, get Spencer Ware if you can, guys. But it looks like the Sharp Fantasy guys have already no, done right. it. Sorry, sorry, Marazzi. We work at the Fantasy Sports
3: Radio and Television Network. That ship has sailed. You, but, but Spencer Ware is owned. <laughs> These vultures, they wait for like the minute this, this thing broke, everybody's got Spencer Ware
2: now. Uh, here's Craig Martin. As a parent, how do you condone your kids watching the NFL? Yep. These arses are supposed to be role models. They're sick. Yep, I, they're not role models. The NFL guys are no. role models. Like they're no. <laughs> exactly. Steph Curry is exactly a role, a role model. model. You know, like you see a five year old girl, five year old girl um, sent a letter to Steph Curry. Yeah, stating she wanted to buy Steph Curry's shoes because uh, she's going to play basketball. And uh, she couldn't because there's no girls' shoes. There's only boys. Yeah. Basically, he said, listen, all the small sizes fit girls and boys, but it's a mistake that we don't have it listed as girls. And uh, I'm going to bring you in, and I have a special day planned for International Women's Day, and I'm going to bring you to Oakland for the game. The NFL would have crumbled that letter, bro, like yeah. Mr. Burns. You know what I mean? It would have been like, what, what five-year-old girl? What? Like, <laughs> release, release the house. I can see Roger down. How much money You're does a so five-year-old right. girl have? None. Yeah. Shut up. Exactly. You know what I mean? Mean? <laughs> it's like in The Simpsons when Lisa and Bart write, write the letter. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, wah, wah, oh, my 70 No, And then they sure. put grandpa's name on it, Abraham, and it worked. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's great. Like Steph Curry, you know, responding to five-year-old girl letters, you know, know, Kareem Hunt's kicking chicks in the face in hotels.
3: Yeah, no, even like as an athlete, when you're a kid and you write a letter to to somebody that you admire and they write back to you, it's it's a it's an amazing feeling. Like when I wrote uh, late late golfer Payne Stewart a letter, he hand wrote me a letter back, Gabe. He's like, thanks for being a fan, autograph, picture, handwritten note, picture of him and, like, wearing all the NFL stuff. It was crazy. He was actually ironically sponsored by NFL back then, like 20 (laughs) years ago, 30 (laughs) years ago. Can you believe that shit? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I don't know, man. You're you're on fire today. I'm with you. And, no, we haven't seen the last. This is just, Gabe, this is just the start right now. You'll see. Don't be surprised. This is going to be different than the Ray Rice situation. This guy's going to go to jail.
2: Uh, No, he's not going to go. He won't go to jail. They didn't press charges. So. No one. They, they didn't arrest him at the time. I don't know if the chick Same. didn't press charges. I don't know Why if she's she, suing him wait, 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 or what. Yeah, did, well,
3: yeah. Oh, there's got to be some kind of lawsuit coming. I would think.
2: I don't know oh. who released the tape. That you know, that's yeah. that's what we yeah. need to know. That's a good point. I see our boy Feinberg on Twitter. He's not unhappy about this as a Charger fan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I see Everyone's NFL fans are all about the Everyone's, women and I the safety. I Everyone's, got their, yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. Everyone's got their slant.
2: Crazy-ass world. All right, I promise we're going to go to phone lines on the other side of this. Game Time Decisions continues.
4: Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. 843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day.
2: Well, not having Kareem Hunt's really going to hurt them this week. Oh, no, Walter They're playing the Raiders. The Raiders. I could be the running back for the Chiefs this week. You might as well be. Amazing, too. So we're talking about Kareem Hunt, and uh, I, I have it on ESPN.com right now, on the front page of ESPN.com. You know who's on the front page? Picture of oh. Meyer. <laughs> really? Yeah, like another great guy, right? Like his best friend beating up his wife for 15 years. He covered it up.
3: <laughs> exactly.
2: Great, great uh, tweet
3: by seal The NFL is brutal with these cases. Remember, Santrell Henderson, who got seven games for marijuana? Yeah. He had half of his intestines out because of Crohn's disease. Yes. And had a prescription for it. Anyone with a brain can run the disciplinary department better. And our friends at the network, who we do our Sunday show with, he's got Crohn's disease. Whereas He's a great guy who comes on with me, Galena, Memphis kid and whatever. That's serious shit, man. Like it is a serious, serious thing. And you're giving a guy who needs something for health seven games, this league, it's, I don't know, man. Like it's just, you said it. It's it's a whole ass backwards world. It's disgusting. And the idiots that are running, they got to change everything. They need a
2: complete overhaul. It's the overall culture of the league. It's just, you know, it is. I'm, you know, listen, I'm not Johnny feminist here, right? But it's it's you know yeah. it's bad when like, you know, I have to be the the voice of reason. Reason nobody yeah. cares though. Everybody knows. Everybody knows this. I brought it up like the cheerleaders. I know nobody cares about the cheerleaders, but you know, when the cheerleaders complained about making like fifty bucks a game and seventy five bucks a game and stuff, they got fired. You know, like that's it's basically no other business to get away with that. Like Walmart, if someone tries to unionize and the Walmart sort of closes the location, there's a big stink about it and stuff. Like, you know, like look at Pagula. Pagula's a nice guy. But you think he can afford to pay the Buffalo Jills? They just didn't. Like the Jills sued and they were like, you know what? Let's just not have cheerleaders. You know, like and it's 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 just ridiculous. Like they're it's constant though. Their disdain for women. It really is. Like the Breast Cancer Awareness Month and they sell pink stuff. They don't give any money to breast cancer, bro. They're raising money for breast cancer awareness. So they buy ads to tell you to donate money, yet they buy ads on the NFL network. Like, think about that. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So we're raising money for a charity, and we're going to buy ads on a network that we're going to profit off of these ads. Like, nobody says anything. The NFL charges the Pentagon money, like when you see the troops and what they welcome the troop back home. And they have a big American flag on the field. They're charging for that. The Buffalo Bills made like four million dollars two years ago off the Pentagon, bro. Taxpayers paid for the Buffalo Bills to support the troops. But Colin Kaepernick's unpatriotic. Think about that. Like it's it's beyond the pale, bro. it, it is. Like, Arthur Blank made, like, $1.8 million off the Pentagon. Arthur Blank owns Home Depot yeah, and the Atlanta the Falcons. Way. Like, exactly. why, would he, why wouldn't he? would he say, you know what, no, I'm not going to take any money from the military. No, no, you can put your USA flag on the field yeah. for free. No, no. Free. He says, no, no, it'll cost you $480,000 a week to do that. And, you know, it's like I could I go on and on, you know. Yeah. You the NFL, great, great guys. You know it's a great guy, Clam Chowder. We'll go to Clam Chowder, then Big Cat. Yes, Clam Chowder's back. Chowder, he's out of the Clam Bowl. Clam Bowl out of uh, Edmonton. What up, Clam Chowder?
5: Hey, New York City, Mama's Gabriel Morense with the kitchen Friday night freak show. How we doing? How we doing?
6: (laughs)
2: Good chatter. Good to hear from you. Good to hear from you. We saw, uh, uh, we saw your pictures. You looked like you had a good time at the yeah, Great Cup. How was time. your trip to Edmonton?
5: Oh man, the airport is out in the yeah, uh, uh, kids. Man, I thought I was going to get hit by a bear. Fuck, you don't know. Until I got the, uh, I thought uh, you were gonna uh, get yeah, me.
2: Yeah. Watch the F bomb fair, child. Jesus Christ, Jeez, man, on, John, John. Yeah, yeah.
5: You don't know where it is. I know. I know. It, 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 it's basically like a farm.
2: What the airport?
5: I but I, oh, yeah. but I had a great time. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know your names. I don't want to take the time there. Hey. I want to uh, throw out a quick uh, thing about this uh, TNV uh, uh, hunt thing. It's not only about women, man. Basically, I wouldn't want to get a kick on the head. It's for everybody.
2: Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, it's yeah, a good point. Kareem Hunt shouldn't yeah. be kicking anybody in the head, but, the head. you know, if this chick he has got a problem with her, you know, he could have just walked away. Exactly. He could have just walked away, but hey, I will tell you what, it looks good for your Patriots right now. Not that just Kareem Hunt being out is going to, uh, not that just Kareem Hunt's going to be out is going to sabotage the Chiefs, but it doesn't help them. I'll tell you that much. Like he's a big, you know, he's a big yeah. part of that offense.
5: You know, you know, uh, Gabe and uh, uh, Cam. It's my op- my opinion, but I feel this. Stems from the uh, college uh, 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 programs. They're pampered, and when they get in the NFL, they feel like they're God.
3: You're, right. You're right. It, it has something that, to do with it. That's, that's what happened with right, chowder yeah, they don't take they don't take care of business. These guys get away with practically murder. Yeah, you Aaron Harrand is a good point there, Gabe. Like what the hell's going on there at the University of Florida with some of the players on that team? Like it, it happens from college. These guys are above the law. They got deals with the cops. Yeah, it's sickening. It's
5: sickening, man. Yeah. You know, all around they have a, 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 a boosters, they get the envelopes. And uh, it go, it just goes on, and uh, we we now get to hear the uh, uh, real stuff, like the Myers, the uh, uh, Sanduskys, and uh, uh, so forth.
2: You know, it's crazy too. And people it, don't realize this. You met Jerry Sandusky, didn't yeah. you, Chowder? That's crazy. You actually met he, him. <laughs>
5: Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it was a lecture for a uh, coaching, and also with uh, the late uh, Fritz uh, Shermer from the from the Packers and Doctor Ed Enos. You used to know him, Gabe.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm starting to wonder. And, if, uh, I'm starting yeah. to wonder if I met Sandusky too. You met him at Sandusky? Wow. I, I'm thinking. You know, I'm thinking. If you remember, Chad, remember old LaPierrele. You saw those football camps. I swear to God, I remember a couple of years there when the Penn State guys were there. Yeah, and uh, so like you said, Sandusky used to come to Mon- That's where you met him in Montreal, right?
5: Yeah, yeah. They, they had it at the uh, uh, Dorval uh, uh, Hilton over there, so they could take off right after.
2: That's pretty crazy, chowder Think uh, sh- about that. You you shook Jerry Sandusky's hand, Sandusky. and I shook Bill Cosby's hand. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> true. Yeah, so, uh, I met yeah, Bill Cosby. Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah, oh, yeah. oh, that's amazing. Uh, <laughs> flashbacks with that. Hey, at the Great Cup, I got to uh, uh, have a nice dance with Ralph the dog. She came up at my seat. I was front row, and she started. A, a, a giving me high fives, and I got a great photo. I'm going to post it up soon with, not with Ralph the Dog, but with a nice Stan Peters group. It, at the game, it was awesome. I met a, a, a Mick. He, he was trying to grab my a, a shirt, turning me round and round and round. And then I said, What's going on here? And then he goes, Hey, May, it's me, me. <laughs> but, but was anyway, the, the greatest thing was that i i met up with Darius for autism and uh, nice, uh nice. the nice uh, uh, mother gave me uh Darius for autism signed by Darius bowman
3: nice nice, nice chowder that's nice, that's nice nice i like ralph the dog too chowder yeah post those pictures that's cool
5: yeah, it it, it was uh, very touching and uh, moving. And, and also, remember in uh, Seinfeld, how they call those things, rickshaws, wickshaws, yep. that Kramer uh, yeah, lost it, and uh, Newman went flying?
6: Yeah.
5: How do you call those Chinese? Rickshaws. yeah, Rickshaws. You the guy, They're uh,
2: rickshaws. With, wickshaws
5: okay I got a, I asked one of those guys with a wickshaw hey uh, uh, where's gate six and he goes hey Clanchatter hop on You're great publicity for me and he started writing me like Kramer all over the place he didn't even know what gate six was I was going up the hill down the hill man I say wow some publicity <laughs>
2: All right, Chowder. Glad awesome. We gotta keep it rolling, Chowder. We're glad we glad yeah. you made it back. Thanks, hey, Chowder. Clam Chowder.
5: Oh yeah. And the Vikings. Uh, Rudolph, the purple nose reindeer, is gonna get tackled this week
2: twenty four fourteen. Hey Chowder, we're gonna and... have a uh we're gonna have a Road Rage anniversary show here in January in New York, too. Your boy Kyle from Atlanta is going to be here too. Yeah. Okay. And you got to. So uh, you got We got to so get champ, clam chowder I'm on the streets of Manhattan.
4: Secret.
5: Creamy stuff. <laughs> Keep on clam chowdering. <laughs> Feel the passion. I love you within the kitchen. Meow, 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 meow. And Marvel's Gabriel Moretti is going to have a anniversary show in New York City. Wow, the big apple is going to get bitten. Take care, everybody. Have a great weekend. Feel the passion.
2: That's just too good. Strong. That's how you bring it, buddy. And like he Moscato. goes, uh, you know those rickshaw things? What are they called? I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah rickshaws. Rickshaw. And you go, rickshaws. And then at rickshaws. the end he's like, yeah, rickshaws. yeah, the whipshaw.
3: The ripshaw. <laughs> <laughs> that episode's about potato salad <laughs> with Kramer. <laughs> and the, yeah, those guys just, that's, see ya. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> ripshaw.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah, Matthias is tuning in all the way from Germany. What's up, Matthias? <laughs> Matthias says we need to buy Cam a webcam, man, for Friday's show. Like, yeah, yeah come on. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: Okay. You hey, can't get away with the, uh, the 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 screenshot for too long. So long.
3: Yeah, no, it's happening. You tell me it's happening in a few weeks. It's happening in a few weeks. We're uh, I'll, I'll I'll adapt to the times, buddy. You got it. Ready to rock.
2: And be, yeah, start adapting for next Friday. Uh, so it's not hard to turn the camera on on a computer. Okay, you no, know,
3: I'm just saying though, like when when we get knocked off or whatever. I'm just trying to like keep things at a at a technical, you know, functioning pace here. Like I say, yeah, okay, we'll do. It. If you want me to call in on Skype and put the camera going on, yeah, we'll do it. I got no problem with it. Whatever you say, man.
2: All right, I just had some. Uh, I just had some cougar lady just give me like the horn signal. She's like there you go yeah that's it that's 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 friday baby like i said she appeared to be like in her mid-40s type thing you know mid-40s to 50 i'm coming to the conclusion like those are the the, you know a couple of young hot chicks have walked past right here they look in they give me dirty looks it's the chicks in the mid-40s that sort of smile and uh and wave and stuff like that so
3: yeah i've been telling you this for years it's uh time to adapt
2: yeah, let's bring just, uh, in... Uh, ra- raise the bar. Let's let's bring in uh, Big Cat uh, right now. Big Cat. Big what's Cat. up, Big Cat? Hey, guys. How you doing, Big Cat? What's going on, bro?
6: Good. I just wanted to change the, uh, from the opening segue a little bit and talk about a few of the things that happened yesterday uh, going back to the Golden State Raptor game. I thought that line was overly inflated. Uh, obviously, they only won by three. What did you guys think of the game? I'll
3: really? tell you one thing, and, Brancy, I, I, I'll let you speak to this. This has been about the three third or fourth time where the Raptors have had like a 17-point lead where they pissed it away. They were toying with them the whole game game, and at the end, Golden State just comes back. It, it, it's con- it's kind of concerning, actually. If you really want to make a statement when they're short handed like that, you you win that game by like 15, 20 points. What's your take, Morenci?
2: Yeah, you know, I can't disagree with that. The game shouldn't have been as close as it was. The Raptors were dominant in this game, and they took the pedal off yep. the metal. We saw it cost them that night against the Detroit Pistons. We've seen them get backdoored quite a bit. ATS. Well, one thing, uh, Big Cat, and you know, you know, I love the Raptors, but the one thing, the one thing with me, we went to brink with these guys. They didn't have Steph Curry. They didn't have Draymond yep. Green. They didn't have the Marcus Cousins. You know, like this stacks up pretty tough if we make it to the finals against them, but. It was a great win for them, especially even going to overtime and then still winning yep. after the fact. The Raptors are the real deal. It's the best Raptor team in Raptor franchise history by far. It looked like they could win the Eastern Conference, but I still have Golden State as the team to beat over the Raptors. How
3: about Nick Nurse's uh, flashy jacket on the sideline?
2: You should wear that every night. He should just wear like a red yeah. one, a black one. He should. Yeah, I swear to God, he really should. Let's have some fun with this stuff. But I thought, you know, I didn't realize... I'll be honest, I was naive. I didn't realize it was Sager night earlier. So I was like, all right, Nick Nurse is showing some some brass balls here. I like his style. Big game. Rolls out the sequins and and the sparkles. And uh, he took it off right after the game. I guess he said he was too hot and stuff, so... Yeah, Jack Jack Armstrong had the
3: Don Cherry jacket, and uh, Devlin came out. Yeah, those guys looked good last night. That's the beautiful thing about Don Cherry.
2: It's like Drew said, though. Drew asked... uh, he said, what's the deal with Toronto and these you guys in your bad jackets and stuff? It is it is, it is a Toronto thing. Like, uh, you know, Cam, there's a famous tailor that does these suits down there, too. We got to go down there Correct. sometime. Get some, like, get some real. Uh, Robin Black likes the uh, really audacious uh, blazers, too. Yeah. Custom. Yeah, custom. Yeah, no, they got some really good tailors here. Some of uh, like, hey. the top, top guys.
3: Hey Gabe,
6: just a quick question here. I'll get you. I'll leave the air. But uh, going back to your last segue here, you know, look at guys like Drew Brees, just an ultimate uh, professional in the NFL. You know, an old uh, vintage hockey player like Gordy. How? What, what do you think about all this stuff going on these days?
3: They'd be sick. Sicking. I tell you that. They'd be sick. I mean, these guys had an example. You got a lot of. It seems that in football, it seems it's happening over and over again. Am I wrong, or this is this an ongoing thing? No, it's a big problem there. Uh, it's been the worse guy, now. Especially with the NFL. It, it is worse now. The last few years, it's it, it's, it's Guys in the 70s, they
2: weren't... They, they, they were more... They
3: they drank some beer. They drank and stuff.
2: They were yeah. more hockey. Like, guys in the NFL used to be more hockey-like. You know, drink beer, get into a bar fight. You know what I mean? The Terry Bradshaws of the world. I don't know. It's... it's you know, it's a good point, man. Clam Chowder actually raised a great point about the colleges. And it goes back to high school. The coaches facilitate this stuff. Coaches making a lot of money. Yeah, I know my linebacker beats his girlfriend up, but he's so good, and I've got a c- contract extension. It's just everyone covers it up, man. I mean, honestly, and I'm not blaming Urban Meyer, but let's just say Florida would have kicked Aaron Hernandez out. I guess he just would have killed someone else at another time in another city. But if you keep on, you know, if you know a guy is a psychopath and you give him $40 million and you cover it up when he shoots someone in college, don't be surprised when he shoots someone in the face again, right? I mean... They're all complacent. They're bad people. They just are bad people, Big Cat. They really are.
3: As far as uh, the college games, I'm just going to ask you guys opinion. I'm going to let you go. Have a great day. Let me know what you think on the Buffalo-Northern uh, Illinois game.
2: Oh, We're going to break this game down on the other side with a battle yep. right now, uh, Big Cat. Thanks for the, the call, buddy. And we'll also hit that Pac-12 championship game. Yep. Washington-Utah should be a good one. This place is uh, banging today. You know, Ken, we got to get you down here, actually. Uh, I just saw, too, the Toronto Maple Leafs play here in a couple of weeks. I think it's on a Saturday night against the Devils, too. Devils!
1: fantasy sports radio network game time decisions
2: All right, that was an incredibly fast uh first hour of the program yeah there's some smoking waitresses here tonight they bring out the big guns on friday night
3: yeah friday night's drinking night the office types loosening the tie, yeah, it's say uh, blown off some steam. Well, uh, you told me you spent you spent two hundred and fifty bucks on double vodkas there. Sounds like they got a gold mine where you are.
2: Yeah, yeah, they're they, they're raking. They do, well. they, um, they do well. Yeah, Kareem Hunt is uh, breaking the internet uh, right now. People are all over this, but not as much as Chris Jenner. Actually, I see Chris Jenner as a hundred and one thousand. And so, what's up with Chris Jenner? I have no idea. Me neither. Something Chris Thank You Next. Video? Yeah, some video thing. I don't know. If she's on some Chris
3: Jenner and the Thank You Next music video. Well, that's pretty weak. Yeah. Who
2: cares. It goes to show these these people are the wacko God, are popular. 101,000 people. With you, man. I know. I'm just saying on Twitter cuz you can nothing. see. It says 101,000 people tweeted about Chris Jenner in the last like hour or two or whatever. Yeah, yeah. As you 44.3 thousand tweeted about kareem hunt yeah. oh 364 thousand ariana but ariana grande
3: a joke that's unbelievable wow yeah and as you spoke there's like 39 new messages i don't even know what she did i'm with you like nothing happened i
2: don't know ariana grande is dressed all hot looking like uh mrs santa claus or whatever is there anything this chick can do that doesn't rip off Mariah Carey? It's been done there, Ariana. You know? <laughs> great, great, great call. You're serious so right. is. I She's know, like Mariah I Carey's little, like, that. twit sister or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, yeah. Like, you're she cute, really Ariana, really, yeah. but, you know, you look like you're, like, you know, you look too young. And, like, yeah, I'd, st- I'd prefer Mariah still at this, even at Mariah's advanced yeah. age.
3: Mar- Mariah's a woman, I told you. You're, you're looking at women now. What do you think,
2: gang? Mariah women. Carey or Annie Arne Grande? You know what Gramps is going to say? Gramps is on our side. Gramps. Ariana Grande.
3: Yeah, Gramps.
2: Come on, Gramps.
3: Failed the test.
2: Come on. I expect that from Ventra, from Frank or something, but... All right, (laughs) let's bring Babano in right now. I'll ask Babano what he thinks, but... It always gets awkward to never ask Babano a non-sports question. (laughs) What's up, Babano.
6: Yeah, sports, the better. We stay out of trouble that way. You're right.
2: That's <laughs> it's an easy question. Like, would you rather sleep with Ariana Grande or uh, or Mariah Carey?
6: At the, at 20 years ago, Mariah Carey. Now, it's tough. It's a little trickier. It's, that's a harder decision in 2018, Gabe, than it was back in the day.
3: I think it's a no-brainer. It's Mariah Carey. She also knows she, she'd be a lot better in the sack. I don't think it's debatable.
2: All right, uh, so... <laughs>
6: Right, Maretzi.
2: Wow, well, got my yeah. sort of on
6: spoiled a reputation <laughs> marrying Nick Cannon in my mind, but that's
2: me. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay, fair enough. Ariana Grande <laughs> was married to Pete Davidson of SNL, bro. Does that make you feel better? <laughs>
6: <laughs> Pete's Pete's not bad. I don't mind Pete. I think he's kind of funny. He's done all right on SNL. I don't mind. I don't mind him as a comedian. I've seen funnier, but he's. I I, I laugh at some of his stuff.
2: <laughs> all right, Bob uh, Bobano. No. All right, see, so we better. Uh, we better. <laughs> we better just move on to the games here. Um, all right, we got a, a chat. Chat's banging here on on the video uh, here today. Good stuff. Nice to see everybody in the chat. Matthias, Icon, Larry, and Wawa. It's like uh, it's like a rage here. Greg Schneider, Blaker. Uh, we got a full house. All right. So uh, Lance Davis, what's up, Cody Av? All right. So let's get down to business here. We got that football game. What the first game starts at seven o'clock. Um. Buffalo and Northern Illinois, the MAC Championship from Ford Field in Detroit, Michigan. What's your take, Babano?
6: My take is this love fest with Northern Illinois has gotten nuts uh, at this point, and uh, it's down to two and a and half. Three. I just
2: realized we should have you on Skype too. You can do Skype. We've got, we're on Skype right now. I don't know why I didn't think that. Next Friday we'll do yeah, Skype review you, week. Yeah, next week. Okay.
6: All right, we'll do a GTD Skype debut next Friday. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, I'm on Buffalo here in this game. Uh, now that it's two and a half, three. Uh, I think they're just flat out better. Now, I know Northern Illinois' defense is pretty good, but I think Buffalo's got too many weapons. Diary Jackson's been great. They have too many skill position weapons. Northern Illinois offensively, I think, is going to have a hard time moving the ball. You know they're going to play ball control. You know they're going to try to bleed the clock when they have the possession of the football, but I don't think it's going to be enough. I think being indoors is going to help the speed element that this Buffalo team has as well uh, in this game. And historically, the team that dominates the MAC all season they do pretty good in the conference title game and they prove their worth uh, in the championship game. And I think Buffalo's been the class of this conference throughout and they're gonna show it tonight.
3: Yeah, it's interesting, guys, that the lines have gone down too. You think like with Northern Illinois and their pedigree Uh, the line would go the other way. But, Marenzi, you bring up a good point. Remember we talked about this before, Northern Illinois banged up, and I actually believe the fast carpet helps Buffalo big time. Northern Illinois wants, like, a game in the sludge in the mud where Buffalo wants to run on the fast carpet, and the conditions, I think, favor the Bulls, Babano.
6: Absolutely. I can't wait to, I'm actually looking forward to watching this game. I really am. Buffalo has been a great team all year. I love hearing the band do let's go Buffalo. Bum, 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 bum. You hear them doing that in the background. It's absolutely great. And I think they're going to get the job done tonight. Look, Northern Illinois to me, their offense is really, really pedestrian. So if they ever find themselves in a spot where they're down double digits in this game, they're really, really going to be in tough trying to come back and get the bulls. If they fall behind by a big margin, I think Buffalo, now that you can only lay a flat three in this game, this, I know people think, Oh, Northern Illinois—they've been so good in this conference in years past. This is—I've seen better Northern Illinois teams and better Northern Illinois quarterbacks uh, than the ones uh, they're bringing out this season, and I think Buffalo will show it.
2: Yeah, you know Northern Illinois, Babano, I think you know it was a detriment to them to win the win their uh, their division as early as they did because you know they're playing meaningless games for the last couple of weeks, and then what happens? They lose. It's like you know eight or nine point favorites against uh, Miami of Ohio. Uh, then they lose. Um, they lose. Uh, like six-point road favorites against Western Michigan outright. One of their top linebackers, leading tacklers, gets kicked out of the uh, the football game for targeting. It was a bogus call, uh, but nevertheless, he got he got kicked out. And of course, that means you're suspended for the first half of the next game. So one of their leading tacklers and leaders on defense is out for the first half now. I don't. To me uh cam too I, you know I, northern illinois season really couldn't have ended any worse it's like they killed the momentum that they had by not caring about those last two games and i know buffalo got blasted uh by ohio but you know point. you know we were we were talking to, with, with teddy this morning he goes he thinks it was a good thing cuz buffalo were getting a little cocky that it was like a wake up uh, call for yeah. them you know, they were due for a bad that's game, and, and it caught us sort of like the Saints yeah. last night. It was sort of the same deal. Yeah. Buffalo didn't that's show up that night. You know, great point,
3: great point. That, see, that's the thing about sports betting, too. Yeah, you know what? Sometimes those losses are as good as a win because it snaps you out of it. And I'll tell you, after the Saints played, and we're gonna, other teams are gonna look at at that tape. They're gonna have uh, different positions. And Drew Brees, they they found something on him last night, guys. By coming in on angles and the tackles, you know he's only six feet tall. He had problems getting to the line and throwing those balls. Whereas before, he was getting protected. It's a good thing. Now they can work on things that are happening. I'm with you, man. I, I, I think this is a very, very good spot for Buffalo. And Buffalo needs to make a statement. The only problem we have, guys, is Buffalo. Buffalo. The city, yeah. the dark cloud, the history, like it just, it lingers. It lingers like a bad odor, man. And every time you think this team's going to do something, the city just finds ways to, like, lose in heartbreaking fashion. Let's hope we can reverse the curse tonight, fellas.
6: And a great point, too, about the Buffalo-Ohio game. Part of it, okay, they didn't play well. That's part of it. Part of it was I don't think that game mattered to them one iota knowing they could have clinched the, uh, the back uh, at East Division the week later against Bowling Green, which they did. At home, uh, too. They knew they fashion. had Bowling exactly. Green and yeah.
2: Buffalo waiting. Yep.
6: right. Yeah, I mean, I, t- I know they didn't play well, but that's part they didn't play well, part it was a flat spot for Buffalo. That's the way I see that game, and maybe people are thinking about that game in particular because, let's be honest, in terms of their schedule, Ohio is probably the toughest team they played, and they see that and say, oh, maybe Buffalo's a, a fraud. No, I don't believe that. I-, I think they're the class, and they will show it on the field tonight.
2: All right, so it's interesting, actually, there's line movement in the other game. Uh, but People are betting on both underdogs here tonight. As uh, Washington, I saw as high as 5.5 earlier in the week, sitting at 4.5 right now. And, of course, we have a backup quarterback, backup running back uh, for for the Utah Utes. Uh, Washington coming off a very impressive win last week in which they dominated Wazoo in the snow last Friday night. Uh, Was it Saturday, actually? Wasn't it Friday? Um, Yeah, it was Friday, so... Friday Yeah, Friday. Anyways, Um, I like Washington here, Babano. I I think think it's a fair number. I'd like it even more now. It's come down. You know, Washington didn't have the year that they would like. They, You know, they were hoping to make the playoffs. Jake Browning is disappointed at times in big football games, but they can still have a good year. I mean, you know, beating Wazoo last week was big. They enjoyed that. It kept Wazoo out of a big-time bowl game. They win this football game. They're going to the Rose Bowl. That's not a bad way to end your college career. And, you know, they might end up playing Ohio State in a Rose Bowl, which is a big-time football game. Um, You know, we'll see how it plays out. Maybe Michigan. So, um, you know, it'll – you know, in another big-time bowl game. So, Washington are still playing for something right now. They're playing for a spot in the Rose Bowl or another major bowl. I think they care. I think they show up, and I think they beat Utah.
6: Yeah, to me – I don't. I've. Not, I just have not liked Washington at all this season. I've not been in any rush to bet them. I've not been in any rush to lay points with yeah, but them. They've and often been favored, the
2: Bano, by thirteen or seventeen when they shouldn't be. This is only four and a half. Yeah. You know.
6: Yeah, I, I I don't argue with that, Ed. But here's my issue with Utah. And even though I was leaning Utah, Utah, Utah this week, I, I ultimately didn't bet it, and I'm probably going to pass the game, But here's the problem with Utah here: they didn't move the ball against Washington when they faced them, and that game was in Salt Lake City. And in that game, Utah, or sorry, Washington was laying six and a half to seven on the road at Utah. And in that game, Utah had Tyler Huntley. In that game, Utah had David Moss. They're t- starting quarterback and running back. They don't have those guys now. It's Shelley at quarterback. It's Armand Stein at running back. And yet somehow now on a neutral field, Washington's laying less, four, four and a half. So I, from a value equation perspective, I don't see value with Utah here. I don't, uh, even though I don't trust Washington in this spot. But... From an experienced perspective in the Pac-12 title game, Washington's got it. I mean, you, they've been here in the Pac-12 title game. There's no question about that. We're going to find out tonight. Uh, was last week the sign of Washington really playing their A game, or did the conditions and the elements really impede that Washington State passing attack? We'll find out here. Under makes some sense to me in this game, if anything. I think this total is probably going to slip below the number. 20-17, 21-14, that kind of score uh, wouldn't surprise me. These are two pretty good defenses suiting up in this game.
2: It's a low I, number. It's been bet up to forty-five.
3: A First time they played, it was twenty-one to seven. So there's only twenty-eight points uh, that that game in Utah. But Gabe, I'm going to tell you uh, that the, the freshman quarterback that you that Utah has is better. He, he's like running the offense better. Like Utah from that time that they played Washington, where they lost, is a totally. They're a much much better team. I think that line is saying something. You know me, Gabe. I am Washington, Washington State. I think it's a very dangerous spot for the Huskies tonight. They're feeling good about beating Washington State and playing Utah. Re- Utah with revenge on their minds, too. With uh, I think the the kids that they have in place with the other guys are doing better. The team is really bonding, and they're playing great defense right now. Should be a classic. I'm going to take the points.
2: I see a a breaking news tweet that the Washington Redskins have just acquired Kareem Hunt. <laughs>
3: Yeah, great. (laughs) Well played.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it'll go over some people's heads, but yeah, it's good. It's good.
3: Very (laughs) good. Very good.
2: (laughs) All right. Uh, Here's Matt Modica saying uh, Kareem Hunt's been one of my favorite players to watch over the years. That was you in the video. Would you have a job tomorrow? And it's uh, rhetorical. Rhetorical. The answer is no. Everyone blames the league, but fans are just as guilty. They tolerate it as well i can't uh i can't disagree i with can't
3: that. deny it we bet the games we watch the games we're, we're bad the teams were the teams
2: brutal. I actually one of the few people yeah. to call these guys out like it's almost like no one yeah. wants to bring it up after like no, when, when tyree kill got hit with a beer i said guys he tried to kill a chick yeah. once like who cares he got hit face, face yeah. with a beer
3: true i know and other people uh were, were defending it i'm like what You see what this guy's done before? Okay, whatever.
2: All right. uh, It's going to be interesting to
6: see what happens to Kareem Hunt now because we see what happened to Ray Rice after the uh, uh, abuse uh, scandal hit the uh, fan with him. Uh, He's playing tiddlywink somewhere right now. He's not playing football.
2: Crazy. Uh, Kareem Hunt, he's got... uh, Yeah, Kareem Hunt might have really, really messed his career up. Um, All right. uh, Let's move on to tomorrow, Babado. So Texas still getting eight right now. It's amazing, isn't it? You know, I mean... You don't have to be a a quote-unquote, you know, sharpest guy out there or a professional handicapper to know that Tom Herman is very good against the spread as an underdog. But it doesn't seem to matter. Like, people are just, they're not budging on this. And, in fact, it's gone up from seven and a half to eight, uh, Babano. Uh, People like Oklahoma in this game.
6: Yeah, people are loving the offense uh, for Oklahoma. I don't know about the defense, but that's what they're seeing. They see Kyler Murray and this team hit 40, 50 points uh, every single week. But I've been betting to, uh, Herman in the underdog role going back to when he was at Houston uh, with the Cougars as a head coach there. And he was just as good uh, in the underdog role there. Let's not forget, as an underdog, he won outright against Florida State in the bowl game. Yeah, I was the only one in the, the world Houston that picked too.
2: that game outright, actually. I was at way ahead of everyone on the on that bandwagon with Houston.
6: No, exactly. And I was on that game too. Like this has been a two, three year thing for me now with Tom Herman. And I've just repeatedly bet it and repeatedly won with it. And it's kept cashing. So to me, why change things? Why change? Why if they ain't broke, don't fix it. If it's working, don't mess with it. Uh, and that's exactly what the situation is here with uh, Herman catching points, 12, one and one against the numbers last 14 tries in the underdog, how do you dispute that. Uh, how do you try to bang your head against the wall and try to go against that? I don't know yeah. how you do that, especially when you're talking about an opponent in Oklahoma that I think if Cam, Gabe, and I put on some pads and some helmets, we'd move the ball and punch in some touchdowns against that Oklahoma defense right now, uh, the way they've been playing. They've been absolutely dreadful. I don't trust them laying more than a touchdown. Now, Sam Ellinger in the offense, I've heard this argument because there are a couple people that like Oklahoma that I've talked to and their argument is the offense for Texas didn't look good the last couple weeks, especially last week against Cam. And it didn't. Uh, Ellinger didn't play well in that game. Part of me thinks that could have been them looking ahead to this game. They knew they were already in the Big 12 Ellinger's
2: title game. Ellinger's average.
6: Uh,
2: yeah. yeah. If, Texas, yeah. If, if Texas gets a real yeah, good quarterback next year, they're going to be a really good team.
3: I'm with you. But there's there's matchup problems. Little Jordan Humphrey is going to eat Oklahoma up. He's on with their with their secondary. That guy is going to be open all day long.
6: And Ellinger had his best game of the year against Cam against that Oklahoma defense, 48 points. They win that game 48-45, 40, and they couldn't stop him. So why, why should I expect them this to be any much different, especially when you have to win by more than a touchdown? So I, I'm going to just keep riding Texas' dog one more time. I'll have them plus eight.
2: Yeah, I can't. You, know, you can't argue the numbers, like you said. Tom Herman, in fact, is an underdog in 13 games. He's actually nine and four straight up. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. He's won out of the, the 13 times he's been an underdog. He's won the game nine times. So yeah, he's a master against the spread, without a doubt. There this is actually bad blood between these two teams for real. This the game of the weekend I'm this is the best game to me. That I'm sure and it's funny, I I'm it's gonna be kinda splintered for me to see it. We'll be doing the show from ten to one and then I gotta go over to the sports book. So I guess I'll basically see the second half of this game over at the Sportsbook tomorrow.
3: Don't worry. It'll be a five-hour game, Gabe, with the scoring and the total of yeah. 77.5. You're not going to miss much.
2: I already played the over. I already have a ticket. All right, we'll yeah. take a quick break. We'll continue our point. conversation with the banner. Game Time Decisions. Red Heat and Rage Radio. Pretty crazy, man. A a massive 7.0 earthquake uh, causes destruction in Alaska. So I hope everyone in Alaska is all right.
3: Me too. I got a buddy who moved uh, to Alaska when I was up north. Hope everything's okay there.
2: Um, place. I don't know how well this is going to go down, but uh, Argentina news outlet uses image of a poo from The Simpsons to announce the arrival of Indian Prime Minister Modi at G20.
3: <laughs> I should laugh. That's too good. Are you kidding me? No. What? That's awesome.
6: <laughs> the image of a poo. Wow. They do realize he's a cartoon, right? Character.
2: I got to tweet. That's this, so right.
3: good. Oh, that's
2: unbelievable, man! Are <laughs> <laughs> you not going to believe this? They actually oh, have a split. I, I, I still don't. They actually have a split screen.
4: This oh, is on Argentinian TV.
2: They have a split yeah. screen with like the Argentinian president's plane landing, and Apu, excuse me, of the Indian in Argentina, excuse me, it's in Argentina of the Indian. I'm going to retweet it. Look, I'm gonna, I just tweeted it. Oh
3: yeah, I got to. I got to check this out. <laughs>
2: Like, are you kidding me? Like,
3: I know. Like, that's This is a new, oh, why he said it. Are you kidding me? I, I, I was like, what? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's so good.
2: <laughs> All right, look, it's I just insane. retweeted it.
3: Yeah, yeah, I gotta go to your. I go to your Twitter.
2: <laughs> yeah, Argentine. Uh, yeah, it's unbelievable.
6: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I see sure, it now. And,
3: uh, it's just too good, man. <laughs> like, I just—you you, got to be
2: kidding me. Like, how can did anyone think a-poo? this would be a good idea?
6: <laughs> how did this get clearance to, to to be shown on television? There, like, really?
2: There's there old, a- a- good old, good old Apu. <laughs> um. All right, so let let's keep it rolling. Um. So we're talking about Texas. So yeah, and I said I already bet the over of this game, seventy-seven and a half. I, uh, dude. dude should be another track meet. They put up, what, 93 points last time they played?
6: Yeah, I mean, the high 70s total. Sometimes you say there's no value. There might still be with Oklahoma. We're seeing 80s and 90s in their games, total points uh, week in and week out down the last month of the season. So this could easily get to 80s, in my opinion, too.
3: Before we get to the big one, Babano, Georgia, Alabama, there's a lot of like little games UAB, Middle Tennessee, State, Marshall, V. Tech. East Carolina, NC State, Uh, is there anything that uh, catches your eye other than before we get to uh, the big SEC game?
6: Yeah, I mean, uh, UAB has been really the best team in that conference all season, and I I, I definitely think they're worth a look. Uh, There's question marks about their running back, but they have a really, really good defense, and they lost badly to Middle Tennessee State last week, but the game didn't mean anything to UAB. They were already in this game. MTSU had to win that game to, to, to get to this point. I think uh, UAB shows up and gets the job done there. I think UCF, now that it's minus three, I'm kind of interested there, even without Mackenzie Milton. Uh, you're looking at them. I think they can still get the job done. Mack Jr. won as a starting quarterback earlier this year when they beat East Carolina. I, I think he's going to he fits the offense well because he can still move in the pocket, so I think he can get the job done. Uh, East Carolina NC State screams over. Uh, NC State should move the ball. East Carolina's got a bad defense, but East Carolina's going to get up for this game. It's an in state rival. Uh, I think they'll put up some points. That game goes over. Uh, I don't want Virginia Tech against Marshall. I'd lean Marshall there. But Virginia Tech did finally win a game against Virginia last week. They'd need this win to get to bowl eligibility. But I'm, I haven't liked Virginia Tech at all down the stretch. I'm still not rushing to lay three and a half. Maybe little brother Marshall shows up in that game. And I like Cal uh, against Stanford, plus three in the uh, big game uh, out there in the Pac-12. I think this is their time to finally beat Stanford. They've been great in, uh, as an underdog under Justin Wilcox. They've been a great point spread team lately in the Pac-12. I think Cal finally beat Stanford uh, on Saturday.
2: All right, and we've got, uh, of course, that game was rescheduled because of, uh, because of the fires, fires yeah. unfortunately. Uh, so we've got Georgia and Alabama. I see there's some line movement here, too, down to 12 and a half. People are betting on Georgia uh, right now. And, you know, I get it. Georgia are a good football team, and Georgia are probably the best team that Alabama have faced so far uh, this year. But to me, it's just it's not rocket science. If a team has won 11 straight games by 20 or more points and the number is 12 and a half, I'm going to take it. Like, I'm not getting in front of Alabama, even though it is Georgia. Alabama have shown a tendency in these SEC Conference Championship games to just sort of do enough to win, though. Or remember in the playoff game against Washington, they really didn't smoke them. You know, they just did enough to win. Like, Saban knows he just needs to win. He doesn't need to impress anybody doing it. But without being stated, you know, to me, it's hard to bet against Alabama unless you're getting, like, 38 points or something like that. And and 12-and-a-half is just... I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm taking Alabama though.
6: Yeah, I was interested in Georgia, but I, I kept saying to people I would like more than two touchdowns or at least two touchdowns. That's never going to show up at this point. Georgia got hammered this morning down to ten and a half. It went right back up to 13. We got a nice tug of war going uh, with this uh, line bouncing back and forth, but Georgia, I don't, I don't rule them out completely in this game. You know They're going to have to play good defense. The concern is they haven't gotten as many sacks this year. Uh, that's a little bit of an issue for me with them. But you know they took Alabama down to the wire last year in the national championship game, and you're still paying a big-time premium uh, to bet Alabama. I'm leaning Georgia, but like I said, Gabe, I still was hoping for two touchdowns or more in this game, and it doesn't look like it's going to get there.
3: But Bano, oh, uh, we didn't talk. Uh, Ohio State is minus fourteen and a half against Northwestern. I'll tell you one thing about Northwestern: when you bet them in bowl games, they put money in your pockets. They're one of those teams that are always disrespected. Ohio State big win over Michigan is it,
2: is it a letdown spot there? That's a lot of points. This game, guys. Well, concert. I just want to say this game. You need to wait it out, Cam. You know, there's so much that happens. Yeah. You know, like in the World Cup with like group stage stuff. That's yeah. what we have here. But, you know, if Oklahoma, depends on Oklahoma. Let's say if Oklahoma loses, Texas beats Oklahoma, and then uh, Georgia loses to Alabama, then Ohio State just need to win the game. They'd be the last team standing out of those teams. They would just need to win the game. If Oklahoma wins a close game or whatever and Oklahoma wins, then Ohio State knows, all right, man, we got to kick the crap out of these guys. Now, just because they want to kick the crap out of them doesn't mean they're automatically going to be able to do it. But that's I'm just stating stating that Ohio State, Cam, and Babano, they're going to know a lot more at 7.30 before they take the field than we know right now about what, what they need in this game.
6: Yeah, I think that's a point. I mean, there could be an element in this game where Ohio State, based on earlier results during the day, find themselves in a position where they have to build a margin uh, and, and put some touchdowns on the board and try to win this thing going away uh, against Northwestern. But I'm going to be in the, uh, I'm going to echo what Cam just said. I honestly do not know if Ohio state's even going to get in a position where they can build a margin in this game. Like people are looking at me like, are you nuts? Cause Northwestern, they are deficient in the speed department in the athleticism department uh, compared to Ohio State there's no doubt in my mind about that but what do I see week in and week out under this team under Pat Fitzgerald who's done a magnificent job despite of all kinds of injuries they fight they're gritty they're tough they're physically tough they're mentally tough they uh, just they just play, they just play for 60 minutes and they're very very tough to beat by margin they hang around in games they force turnovers Clayton Thorson's protected the ball very well they found a running back in Isaiah Bowser to take the spot of Jeremy Larkin, and he's done very well running the football for this team. Uh, Their defense has kept them in games lately. And you look at their results in Big Ten play, they haven't been blown out in basically any game. They've been right there against uh, every team that they've lost to uh, this season. They have a big road win against Iowa, too, on their resume. Uh, This is a team that's not going to be in awe by this Ohio State team. And let's not forget, Ohio State was looking human before that blowout against Michigan. They were not looking themselves at all. They were 1-6 ATS in seven games before the Michigan game. They barely beat Nebraska. They barely beat Minnesota. They barely beat Maryland. Hell, they probably could have lost and maybe should have lost that game uh, against Maryland. I think now, Ohio State, there's too much of a bandwagon now just off of one 60-minute game. And I think Northwestern's going to battle their behinds off in this game and be right in it and stay within this number and let's not forget that the underdog in northwestern games eleven zero and 1 against the spread the underdog has gotten the money in every good single point. northwestern yep. game this season
3: i'm with you babette i really i think i'm gonna smash northwestern they haven't lost a game on the road yet and their losses are good to notre dame michigan i, I got no problem with uh i'll take the points i think the line will go up too
2: you know, guys, a game we didn't talk about. It's an interesting game, the Mountain West Conference Championship. Oh, yeah. It's a rematch of last year's Ooh, yeah. uh, conference championship. And it's you know, the same thing. They just played a couple of weeks ago, of course, guys. I know. And, oh. sure, listen, I was on Boise State on that Friday night game. And to be honest, I thought Fresno State was a better football team for about three quarters or so. And, and Boise just started to come on in the fourth quarter, and the wheels fell off for Fresno State. And Boise won the game. Now last year they it was they they split, right, and you know Fresno won at home, they lost that Boise, but they got screwed over. They, you know the Mountain West decided to go with Boise as the conference champion over over them, and then you know they really wanted to beat them this year to avoid that, and here they are, they got to go back there again. They were just there, so in other words. This is the third freaking time, guys, uh, Babano, that they got to play on this blue turf in the last calendar year. For it's kind of rare for Fresno. For can, sure. can they win up there? I mean, they keep losing heartbreakers every time they go up there.
6: Uh, and I've been nobody's been a bigger fan of Fresno and Jeff Tedford and the job they've done. They've been a point spread juggernaut uh, throughout the last two seasons. Although that's come back down to earth a bit. The loss to Boise, they didn't cover against San Jose State. Although that was the ultimate flat spot last week. They didn't care at all about that game against the uh, San Jose State Spartans looking ahead to this one. Uh, But I don't know if I'm in any rush to bet against Boise State anymore because I was on Fresno in that game. They didn't get it done. I was reluctant to go against Boise last week and uh, against Utah State and they get it done again on their home field against the next best team in the conference. And for this defense that I thought had a ton of injuries, guys, they've survived it and they've still played great defense, even with a ton of key cogs out on that side of the ball. They shut down Utah State, neutralized them. They did a good job on McMarion and Fresno in the first matchup. And now I'm seeing all this money on Fresno. Fresno's a one-point road favorite now uh, across the board. Uh, that's not the price range I have interest betting against Boise in. I, I know Fresno has been good, but they got to prove it to me first. And uh, at this price, I've not been Fresno, that's for sure.
3: Yeah, the thing about Boise State is they're so damn resilient. They go to the Utah State scored early in that game. They come back. Like, every time Boise State do it, they, they're they four-quarter machines, these yeah. guys. That's just... Uh, they're they're good players, man. They and they get it,
2: right? Getting, so they're getting they're an lose. underdog now. They're getting it home. Yeah, they're, they're actually underdogs. Yeah. They're plus one on their great, home field. It'll be a great game. Um Pittsburgh great. and Clemson, twenty seven and a half. Ooh. Massive number. Listen, we saw Pitt beat Clemson a couple of years ago with Deshaun Watson, no less. Revenge in that game. Yeah. Wow. What a difference <laughs> two might, years makes, huh? What do you
3: think, Gabe? I think Clemson wins this game by what? Forty?
2: Clemson have been on a freaking roll.
3: You can't get in style. You talk I'm about not late, taking that. Nah,
2: normally, both me and Cam would be like, ah, oh, we got to take you know, Pitt plus 28, you know, 27 Clemson and a half. Win by
3: tw- Yeah, no, no, no. Clemson will win by like 35 plus, I'm thinking. Babano, what That's
6: think? the issue. I've been a big Pitt fan, and I've liked this team a lot. I've cashed multiple times with them. I was on them against Virginia Tech uh, a couple other times as well uh, down the stretch of the season against Virginia uh, when they beat the Cavaliers. I was on them as well, but – it's becoming pretty clear if you've watched Pitt football all season long. How do you how do they win games? How do they cover point spreads when they can run the football? How are they going to run the football in this game? How are you going to do it against Clemson, who's given up, what, 82 yards per game on the ground, 2.6 yards per carry? Uh, that's not good for Darren Hall and Kadri Olison, the two running backs for Pitt. And if they get shut down, uh, Kenny Pickett's an okay quarterback. But this is not a downfield vertical does deep threat uh, quake in your boots passing game that Pitt has so if they can't run the football that's that's a big problem here against clemson and their defense is okay Pitt, but they're not going to be able to stop i don't think lawrence and etienne the running back and a balanced explosive clemson offense and if they fall behind and have to get out of that run game and have to become a one-dimensional pass offense For Pitt, that could be trouble against this defense here in this game. Now, the Clemson secondary is not great. You can actually throw on them, but I'm not sure Pickett and this team is capable of having an efficient enough passing game to take advantage of that secondary. So, uh, boy, it's a lot of points. I can't endorse Clemson laying this many points in a a conference title game, especially if they just have to win uh, to get in the playoff. But there's some big-time matchup problems here for Pitt, and I worry if they even find the end zone in this game.
2: One thing I will say, though, as far as the trends are concerned, Dabo Sweeney has been a favorite against ACC teams uh, twelve times uh, by um, by twenty or more points. So when he's laid twenty or more points against conference opponents, he's two and ten against the spread. Ooh, two and ten against the spread. Not to mention the Pittsburgh Panthers are five and zero against the spread when getting fifteen or more points.
6: Uh, just throwing it the out there. The but... technicals definitely support Pitt. There's no doubt. Yeah, the technicals uh, definitely support I think it's Pitt close to the spread. Point.
2: I think it'll be close at Campstead. I, uh, To be honest, my gut tells me that Clemson will win by about 33. Like in yeah. that, thinking, you know, 40, 45, you know, 45, 13. 45, yeah, 10, yeah.
3: 48, 17. Maybe yeah. Maybe 51, 17
2: th- by 34.
3: Yeah. That sounds good.
6: What worries me too about Pitt's defense is UCF carved them up earlier this season and Clemson's very capable of doing similar things, especially with a strong running game, a good offensive line. Lawrence can throw the ball to anywhere on the field. Uh, That's definitely a concern for me with Pitt's defense. They played better this season, but you know, they were still great. It was like going from a horrible pit off defense last year to a okay pit defense this year. They're still not good on that side of the ball. They're okay. Okay. May not be good enough against Clemson.
2: Ian Cameron, a.k.a. Babano. You can follow him on Twitter, at Babano, as well as find his picks over at rightwager.com. So, do we miss any other college games, or we got them all? Uh, much, I
3: right? guess we got a couple minutes. We should probably go as uh, NFL best bets there, Marenzi. We uh, we we'll take a break. We'll,
2: we'll get them on the others. There's yeah. no way in hell Babano's going to get through a game in two minutes. Yeah, <laughs>
3: He's a... Oh, well, the three everything. of us aren't.
2: Yeah, like, very
3: thorough, Babano. Very thorough. Very, very thorough. <laughs>
2: Uh, as long as in, in this minute or two here, did uh, what are you guys betting for tonight? I was so focused. Listen, Fridays are tough for me. I do the morning show. I tape. Uh, I do the FanDuel videos where we do every freaking game. Um, yeah, it, it's overwhelming for me, so I can't force stuff. Uh, but, uh, but, Ben, are you betting anything tonight in the NHL or NBA, college basketball, et cetera?
6: Yeah, college basketball, I did an SBR play of the day video on Duquesne and Pitt over the total, uh, 141. Uh, Pitt's playing a little faster under Jeff Capel. It's no surprise. And Pitt's uh, offensive ability and shooting the basketball last year under Kevin Stallings, we all remember it was a brutal team to watch offensively. Nails on a chalkboard trying to see them execute offense, especially in the half court. Uh, Pitt's finally, you know, they've up. They've been better offensively so far. They've shot the ball better. They're playing with a little quicker pace, not a blazing pace, but a little quicker. Uh, and they have perked up offensively. Duquesne, Keith Dambrot's a good coach there. Uh, they've been pretty good offensively so far. It's a city rivalry. They call it the city game, uh, those two teams. So I think you're going to see some points there. And Pitt's been a trending over team early in the season with this little uptick in pace. So maybe take advantage of that. Uh, on the ice tonight, uh, I worry about the spot for Buffalo. Uh, obviously, they had their 10 game win streak snapped last night, but a Tampa Bay Lightning. Florida. Boy, they go Florida's going to gonna
3: win, Babano. Take the Panthers I know. tonight. Yeah,
6: it's a, usually a bet against Spot Cam. No, no doubt. When a long extended winning streak ends, you usually like to fade that team in the next game. That's my concern there, even though I think that's a big price still for Florida. I mean, it Florida's is. struggling, Reimer's struggling, but it's a bad situation for Buffalo. Down a defenseman two and Jake McCabe. Five defensemen had to play a lot of minutes. I like the over in the New Jersey-Washington game, but it was five and a half when I bet it. It's six, even six and a half. Almost a full goal up. That total's gone, but I think there's goals in that game.
2: Ian Cameron, a banner oh. Hang in or ben, or we'll uh, We'll talk NFL on the other side. Quick break right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Back to live action just doesn't cut it as much, Yang. is uh, Back to live action, fellas.
3: Fellas. I should give Lumber Liquidators a call, man. My carpet's a joke. I need new flooring.
2: I need a carpet uh, myself.
3: Uh, this place is such a dump. Like, if I tried to sell it, like, what a joke. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> just the facts, Marenzi. Like, it's got marks all over the wall. The floor is all different colors. Like, I haven't put any work into this thing in, like, 10 years anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: all right, Babano. Uh, Babano. How are you doing? All right. Babano. RightWager.com, and Cameron. Uh, let's get into the NFL. Um, tricky week in the NFL, but I'm seeing a couple of spots here uh, that uh, that I like. Um Buffalo and uh, how about Buffalo and Miami, Bano? Unbelievable. The number's down to three and a half right now. You can't find anybody that likes the Miami Dolphins in this game. Uh, there's one yeah. guy. Who the I'm, hell was he? I'm, I'm, I'm
3: going to start. I, uh, it was uh, Gamblu. Gamble liked the Dolphins. Did he? Yeah, he did. He this said he likes it. the Dolphins. Uh, he's getting uh, three and a half now. Whew.
2: Yeah, it was Crazy. five. What do you think, Bano? Down to three and a half.
6: Yeah, I guess I'm going to be one of those uh, hundreds of thousands or millions that like Buffalo because I do. I like that side. I mean, it's four and two. They are straight up and against the spread against Miami in the last six meetings. And the only two victories for Miami were a field goal you know, by three points exactly. So trusting Miami to beat Buffalo by more than a field goal is tough. Ryan Tannehill has been a money burner and a point spread disaster when he's been laying more than a field goal in his career. If you go back and look at the numbers. So technicals tell you a lot, Miami's just laying too many points here uh, in this game. Although now the number has come down a bit. And I like the life I saw out of the Buffalo out of the bye week I mean, they came out fired out. They jumped on Jacksonville early. Josh Allen was allowed to throw the ball. What a beautiful throw to Robert Foster on the one touchdown last week week to get Buffalo off and running. Uh, Jacksonville came back, tried to make a rally, take the lead, but their defense dug in, got some key stops, got some Bortles turnovers, which you knew were going to happen and won that game. And their defense can still play. Miami's offensive line still banged up. They've got a bunch of off-skill position talent banged up. Kenyon Drake's going to play, but he may be less than 100%. Amendola banged up at wide receiver. Devontae Parker's banged up at wide receiver. They've already lost Albert Wilson at that position. So Miami's got issues uh, going into this game from an injury standpoint. And I think Buffalo's not one of those teams that are going to finish out the season not playing hard, not playing their best. They're going to try to go out strong, I think. We saw evidence of that last week. And I think they got a chance not only to cover, but in this game outright
3: yeah yeah it's it's just interesting the line's going down as much uh i'll talk about this game because i know gabe's sweating right now babano carolina and tampa bay maybe a good spot for carolina i know my boy morence with his bet panthers yeah. are gonna win <laughs> easily i'm done they're
2: gonna win easily
3: <laughs> easily easily what do you think about carolina tampa bay uh panthers laying three and a half on the road babano total 54 and a half
6: Carolina's road plays. I remember I thought, you know, how can Carolina lose to Detroit on the road a few weeks ago? And they did. You know, that's the issue. Carolina's not been a great road team. And their big road road win they had was Philadelphia. And they were fortunate to mount a miraculous fourth quarter rally to win that game. So I don't want to lay points with Carolina on the road, but. You know, I don't want Tampa Bay either. I mean, good oh, good on them. They beat San Francisco. Bad San Francisco team with Nick Mullins at quarterback. San Francisco with Foster issues. Yeah, with Reuben Foster, you know, kicked off or removed from the team. So just all kinds of issues going on with that 49ers team. It was a bad spot for them on the road. Tampa took advantage. It's not a real road game Tampa either. To,
2: you saw, you yeah. see the Tampa had their lowest attendance in like 10 years or something. They had under 40,000 people at the game last week. Similar situation. I think they've sold like 35,000 tickets only for this week. They're giving two tickets away extra to every season ticket holder trying to fill the stadium. There's no enthusiasm around this Buccaneer team in that city right now. They just want the year to get over with and fire Dirk Cutter. So I kind of like the Carolina even more there, but Bano, Just it's not going to be a hostile road game for them. It's pretty easy.
6: No, it won't be. And it's funny. Uh, believe it or not, the sports team that's given that team their most life the last few several years has been the Lightning. I mean, they're excited about that team, I think, even more times than the Bucks. So, yeah, I mean, I would lean with Carolina here before Tampa Bay,
2: but I don't love it. What do you love? Uh, <laughs> I like
6: Buffalo. I like Pittsburgh. Uh, Steelers <laughs> on Sunday Night Football as well. That's so funny,
2: Kevin. I asked, so what do you love?
6: <laughs> no, what this way. What, who do, you, do, you what? Love? what who do you love? What do you love? Yeah, yeah. who, who do you love? George Thorogood, yeah. yeah
1: who just
2: who
3: do the way do you, you love.
2: Just just the way you said it, who do you love? Yeah, exactly, who do you love? Man? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he keeps saying, well, I don't love it, so game. I'm like, who do you love? Uh, it?
3: <laughs> yeah, it made me laugh. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's go, uh, Babano, let's talk about a game game. I know you like the over in 47. And a half. Let's talk Cleveland-Houston. Uh, Houston's been on fire. We know Lamar Miller's really running the rock. We love Deshaun Watson's play. Hey, this team's really firing on all cylinders, but laying five and a half against an improving Browns team. I know, Marenzi, we think we could see some offense in this one. What do you like, Babano?
6: Yeah, the over. I wouldn't. I wouldn't talk anyone out of that. I think you're going to see points. I think Watson and the offense are really starting to come to life. Demarius Thomas has made a big difference. Gives him another weapon. Takes some coverage away from DeAndre Hopkins. I think that's made all the difference in the world. Watson's comfortable again. The O line, which was a dis- disaster early in the season for the Texans, has played better and better with each passing week. Uh, and you know, before you could lay five, five and a half with Houston and be scared to do it. Uh, finally, they showed up and, and covered a number as a favorite last week against Tennessee. But don't underestimate Cleveland. I mean, Baker Mayfield's played really well. They shredded Cincinnati's defense. They are on the road for a second straight week here. Not going to be easy, but uh, I think they're going to be able to make plays. I still don't love that Texan secondary here. Uh, Baker May, I know the pass rush is great. Watt merciless and clowny but with a mobile quarterback in mayfield you can sort of you know get around that a little bit with his ability to make plays outside of the pocket a bit so yeah i think we do see points here weather won't be an issue with the game in houston so 47 47 nap, i do agree over the total makes some sense
1: yep
3: yep i'm down with that one i, mean, I have a lean to cleveland in that game uh, this is a game that i find interesting uh babano Denver and Cincinnati. I know Denver looked great. Sure, yeah, you beat Pittsburgh. But now you're going on the road into Cincinnati. We got Jeff Driscoll, our boy from Florida, Louisiana Tech, quarterbacking the Bengals since Dalton's out. Asking Denver to lay five on the road with that team. They're a totally different home team. I'm actually thinking about pulling the trigger with the Bengals, uh, Babano. They're, they're, it's, they're speaking to me. Bengals, Bengals. What do you think, even though that, uh, this team usually takes money out of your pocket rather than put it in?
6: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to lay 5 and a half and a half at Denver here. I agree. I've got a Bronco helmet I, in front
2: of me here right now. As you see. I,
6: I don't like this Cincinnati defense one bit. That's the issue. Their defense has been its ridiculously bad. I, I can't even believe how bad the defense has been. hard to bet on the Bengals conden- now under,
2: under, under con- any circumstance.
6: Can can, you, can Denver take advantage is the question. And I expect them to rally around Driscoll. I really do. I think I, yeah. I, for one game at least, they'll they'll play hard for this young kid. Sort of good, they are going to have too. green. Yeah, they are going to have A.J. Green on the field. That's going to be a big difference maker for the Bengals as well. And let's is still Case Keenum, Denver with a mediocre team this year, and Vance Joseph, the coach, laying five and a half on the road. That's not something I want to do. And let's not forget that win against Pittsburgh was a bit fraudulent. Last week, they were outgained by 200 yards. It was one turnover after another for Pittsburgh, one mistake after another that cost them and gave Denver that win. That wasn't a tremendous Denver performance by any stretch. So, at this number, I'd have to hold my nose and take Cincinnati. I don't want to lay it with that road
2: favorite. you like this helmet, Cam. You should watch. go to open your computer if you can. If it won't blow up, just go to the YouTube page. You can see. And... Uh... The old school, like blue, Carl and Mecklenburg and stuff. You know, the, the old oh, blue. Oh, yeah. What, well, Carl? The, the Denver, the snow. Carl Mecklenburg.
3: That used to be my nickname yeah. at uh, when I worked at the Petrocan refinery. The snow goose. Because <laughs> Mecklenburg had blonde eyebrows like me. The snow goose. Carl Mecklenburg. What a killer.
2: Some of these helmets fit on me properly. Some of them don't. Let's see how, let's see if the Bronco helmet goes.
3: Bronco. Is it going to fit? Let's see here. No, None of them fit me on my head. Uh, how is it
2: i can get it on but it's going to be a real problem getting it off
3: oh yeah see that's the problem and it hurts trust me oh, oh yeah, we used yeah. To do those things and the thing, like rip off your ears and stuff yeah i don't put on weird helmets anymore man like a man
2: just crazy. that time you put that hockey <laughs> helmet on still one of the funniest <laughs> oh, oh yeah with
3: the islanders jersey yeah what a classic <laughs> I, it's funny i still have on my pvr some Marenzi unfiltered shows from like a couple years ago it's great
2: Again, like your head is about to <laughs> like crack the helmet. Oh, yeah. like it's all right red. Oh, I, know. Like...
3: I, I know like my face is purple and you know, it's almost
6: splitting my melon in half
2: it's I like know. lance davis says i look like uh, i look like uh, gabe outwater <laughs>
6: Cam's what, had Steve? lots of great yeah. moments in his career. He, when it's all said and done, you can sit back and look at the fact: yeah. I had a hard time getting a hockey helmet on yeah. my head. I had to eat some of the most despicable things on air that I that could ever possibly eat yeah. uh, ever. You've been almost killed and choked out by boss root, and you've lived a full on-air life, Cam. Uh, you got to give,
2: give, give, give uh, you credit for it.
3: When you work with Marenzi, you got to take one for the team, right, Babano? So, yeah, <laughs> great, 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 great moments in time, great moments in time.
2: That picture, yeah, when you're wearing the Islander, what is it, John? Johnny Boyton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's a
3: no-name jersey. Couldn't afford the names. It's got it's got no name on the back. No frills.
2: <laughs> that says it's a great jersey. You got an Islander yeah, jersey. I, I, I it's, actually it's like, like the. I bought that jersey
3: at the Islander-Pittsburgh playoff game, and you I did, got huh? a deal on it, too. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to get, like, Clutterbuck or anything on the back because the difference... Yeah, you got to go
2: no-name. With... No yeah, players get yeah, traded. Yeah. Also, when you're yeah. older, like...
3: like... It was, like, se- it was 70-something yeah. bucks, and the other ones were, like, 200. I'm like, I'm not paying 100-something and dollars for the embroidery. No way. Just give me the Islander's jersey. I love that jersey.
2: Oh, so it was, like, it's 77 great. bucks only.
3: Yeah, it was che- way cheaper. Yeah, once you get the names on it, that's where they gouge you, Moretz. It's in the stitching.
2: What's your deal with Banno? You, what are you, what are you, what are you, what's your, who's your hockey team, Banno?
6: Well, it's the Buffalo Sabers, uh, and it was growing up and. <laughs> Sabers. Uh, Rick Jenneret's the guy that actually made me a fan. It wasn't a player, it wasn't Lafontaine, it wasn't Brad May, it wasn't anybody back in the day, other than Rick Jenneret, the broadcast. Just hearing him on Fox twenty nine, uh, WUTV Buffalo, who had so many Saber games back in the early to mid nineties, you'd hear him on the call, and I. So you weren't a Leaf that's fan. That's really where I became Sabre a Saber fan. fan. Yeah, Saber fan, and uh, yeah, still am. I, I want them to do well, but you know, when you become full-on better and handicapper, you're more cheering for the teams that put money in your pocket more than the team you che- cheered up, cheered for growing up.
2: Yeah, true. Yeah, I get Very it. Very true. <laughs> I yeah, get it. We get it. Well, you're you're a Hamilton Tiger Cat fan, but.
6: Yeah, he's he's a Western New York. There, guy. there I'm is no about, doubt. Yeah. There is no doubt, hands down, the number one fan uh, t- team of mine from a fan perspective is the Ticats. Cats. There's no question. I yeah. mean, I you love bleed. that team. I will, I will go. Yeah, I will go to the death for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. I don't know if I do that for the Sabers or for any other team. I kind of cheer for.
2: What about um, what about uh, what about the NFL, band? Like, who's who's the sauce part? Like, I never heard you talk about. Yeah. You don't have a team. Like, you know, Even and all handicappers sort of have a team. Besides Teddy. Like, you're like Teddy. Teddy tries to remain like Teddy's like, oh, I don't like anything. But if you really get yeah. Teddy, like, Teddy will crack with me, right? <laughs> like, you know, I, I remember I, I, I spoke to Teddy when I was drunk recently. <laughs> and same thing, when I'm with Teddy, I'm like, come on, Teddy, like, that's the deal. And then he'll really tell you, yeah, I'm a Yankee fan. And, you know, I grew up as a... You know what I mean? But he doesn't... He's so secretive about everything. He likes the Golden Knights. I yeah, yeah. No, he's on the Golden Knight bandwagon. He is a Michigan fan, but he's got a beef with the school, and he hates them, And but he likes the team. So uh, what about you, Ben? Like, you know, Buffalo Bills, like the Sabres? Did you grow up at all like the Bills? Growing up, you he- have to like some NFL team.
6: Yeah, it was the Bills early because uh, my, my father went to a lot of Bills games on bus trips, and I'd go with a couple of them, and uh, he'd go to a couple of Bills games, and but the Steelers as well uh, because it's that connection with Hamilton, blue collar town, uh, you know, very very similar in a lot of aspects. Of course, both you know steel mills back in the day, not so much, not as much now. But uh, yeah, I mean, if I had to choose two NFL teams that I really cheered for. Uh, growing up, it was Steelers and uh, Bills, probably both of them and Bill Cower and you'd see Cordell uh, Stewart and those Steeler teams in the 90s. I got into them quite a bit, too.
3: Cordell Stewart. Uh, What's the Colorado team, Marantze Stewart? Neil and, uh, O'Donnell Neil O'Donnell was
6: quarterback. I remember cheering them, and Neil O'Donnell was their quarterback. I yeah. remember the
3: Colorado yeah. Buffaloes had Westbrook and Cordell Stewart. Their college team was wicked that year.
2: Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. the combination that hit the Hail Mary to be Michigan. Damn right, buddy. Michael Westbrook became an MMA fighter after. Really? Yeah, which is not a surprise, because did- don't you recall he attacked his teammate during yeah, a practice oh, yeah, on the yeah. sideline?
3: Yeah, he, yeah, you're right. That guy had a mean streak in him, man. He was angry. Hey, suck uh, how it was someone.
2: Yeah, yeah, I forget how who he did beat his, up. MM,
3: his MMA career didn't go
6: very well, I don't think.
2: No, he only lasted a couple of fights. Yeah. Only lasted a couple of fights. All right, um... That's Sunday night, or I remember guys. Actually
6: going with, I, I remember going with Pops to a Bills Lions game like something like 20 years ago or almost 20 years ago, maybe more than that. Pontiac Silverdome. That's a long time oh, back huh? in the day. And I think Wayne Fonts yeah. was coaching the Lions, and they were actually, I think, a playoff team that year, if I'm not mistaken. So that's going way back in time, way back there. The Pontiac yeah. Silverdome.
2: That place yeah, that's where really I got stranded. I got
3: stranded there. I was actually sitting. It was when uh, Rick Meyer got hurt, and uh, John Deepfreeze came in the game, and Seattle missed a kick by Todd Peterson cost him a playoff spot i got stranded there and had to hitchhike back
2: it's to nowhere toronto near detroit
3: silver Dome. no that's what i'm saying gabe it took a day
2: <laughs> it took it's about an hour outside of detroit or 40. no days.
3: like i'm saying it took me hours to yeah, get to detroit I then i had to
2: buy a bus ticket from detroit to toronto that yeah it's a pain in the funny. ass at least uh, it, oh it was a pain in the ass i gotta be honest nothing really good has ever happened to me in detroit either <laughs> like, uh, and you know what's funny i don't happened. mind the city i'm not one of these people that's scared of detroit no. Or, I don't hate Detroit. I'm all like, yeah, Detroit's cool. Like, when I'm there, I'm like, this place is all right, actually. I don't, you know what I mean? I don't know why crisis. people are so scared, but good value. But good at the same point in time, like you said, the border's the worst in Windsor. They're the biggest jerks. Like, I never have any problems. I, I got treated like a terrorist when I came back from there. Oh, they're all like, nice you know, job. empty your pockets. What are you doing? Where are you coming from? Where How come you're here? How come you're walking through the tunnel? How come you're this? I took a taxi <laughs> through the border and they were freaking out because I was in a taxi. I took a taxi the through the through the Windsor Tunnel. What do you want from me? No, I don't. You want me to I walk? Yeah, you know, I, I can't we'll walk. I took a taxi. They're like, no one takes a taxi through the border. I'm like, yeah, because yeah, I, I took the taxi and then I got out. And they're like, what are you doing? I said, I took a taxi here. Like, I'm from Canada. What are you going to do after? I said, I'm going to figure it out when I get on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> so I basically told them, none of your business. Like, I got mouthy. I was like, dude, it's none of your business what I'm going to do on the other side. Like, get out of my way, type like. They actually yeah. let me in. I, I never melt off at the border as much as I did to do these two dudes. I just got into a big fight with my family at a wedding. I wasn't in the mood, you know?
3: Yeah, I know. And I, I remember we used to do those bus tours to games. Never had a problem going to Buffalo at the Windsor border. They shake you down.
2: All hard. the time. They even busted Bob Probert yeah. at that time. Yeah. Can't let Bob Probert travel a little cocaine? <laughs> Come on, after everything he's done for you? Yeah, when traveling to the United
6: States via car, go New York State, not Michigan State. Yeah
2: um big time. All right, uh but we got about a minute left here, Babano. So, um I understand uh, you're starting to heat up a little bit right now, in the National Hockey League over at rightwager.com. Uh, so, um that's the best place to to get your picks, isn't it?
6: Yeah, absolutely rightwager.com. We've been there for 2 months. We had a slow start, but we had a really good November, much better and uh looking to keep it going into December, rightwager.com. Check us out there.
2: Good stuff, uh Ian Cameron over at rightwager.com. All right, uh Babano. Great stuff. Thanks. Uh, thanks for taking the time to be with us, and uh, we'll speak to you next week.
6: Yeah, yeah. Always fun. Great to be on a full hour talking uh, sports. Uh, have a great weekend, guys. Good luck to you and to everyone
2: listening. Babano, Bano. Good stuff uh, with Babano.
3: Yeah, it's a tough NFL board this week. You see, it's there's nothing like there's no games that you go, yeah, yeah. This, this is amazing. Like it's it's. We're getting to the grind here. Like, Any, there's nothing that's a lock.
2: Even the college a games are tough, actually, this week, in these yeah, championship they games. They are. They are. Good numbers.
3: Very good numbers right now. Not just I'm
2: giving really money away.
3: Dog week in the NFL. A lot of dogs. A lot of dogs this Like week. this,
2: Urban Meyer, no, uh, no comment on his future at Ohio State.
3: <laughs> I hope Northwestern beats them outright, but it's not going to happen. But I'll take the points.
2: Tiger Woods says he talked to Patrick Reed about the Ryder Cup issues, but won't disclose the conversation that they had.
3: Tiger Woods cheated today; he double hit the ball. They didn't even—they didn't give us penalty. Joke. Anyway,
2: you're saying Tiger Woods is a cheater? What a shock!
6: Well, yeah, it, he actually
2: did, but they, the PGA Tour, he can't do no wrong.